Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. A vlogcast that comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect to answer, well, the burning question of where the hell were we last week? Uh, yeah, about that. Uh, yeah. We kind of took a week off. We it, it just had to be that way. Don't worry, we're going to make up for it. Promise. For those of you that remember Bill Shatner's commercials. <laughs> You're welcome. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage, sometimes the journey is more important than the destination, in which case uh, this would be to Toronto uh, and not, but that's a whole other thing for later. I remain host. I'm known as Shujin Trill all over the place. You can find me pretty much everywhere under that name, S-H-U-J-I-N, for those of you that are watching. Yes, I've got my uh, I've got my glasses on to see some of the close-up stuff. There's a reason I'll explain momentarily. Don't worry about it. Let me go ahead and introduce you to uh, who we've got at the moment. As usual, top left-hand corner of the bingo card. Good evening, Dallin. Good evening. Just north of me, over into Toronto. Well, outside of Toronto. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm, I'm so used to it because you know I spent the weekend. I know there. you were in Toronto all weekend. I know. It's called Kitchener, and we're nowhere. Well, we're an hour away from Toronto. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's relatively close. It's close, but if you tell somebody from Toronto that Kitchener's in Toronto, they will slap you. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Long Island is part of New York City. It's connected yeah. to, you know, they, don't, they don't like that. We are not part of the GTA, sorry. No, you're not. Wait a minute, they'll slap you. I thought Canadians are supposed to be polite. Have you, have you, seen, have you seen the Canada Goose? Do you not know Seriously. Oh, th those bastards will take your leg off. <laughs> Straight away, one nibble at a time. From the Midwest yeah. of the U.S., good evening, Bridget. Good evening. And from South Me over into Pittsburgh, good morning, Joey. Good morning. Good to have you. Uh, so, real quick, Unredo Tech was having uh, a connection issue with audio. Don't quite know what's going on, but he did say that he's going to basically watch and maybe he's we'll already, see what's going on. He's already in the chat, so well, I didn't I didn't get the chance to look over there yet. Uh -huh. uh, thank you. And uh, as far as Joseph is concerned, uh, considering that now we are broadcasting at oh four oh five UTC, I don't know what that does for him because well, I don't know what he, happens with daylight savings and all that shit. He's also in the final push to get his kitchen done. That too. And I think he's kind of in, I don't want to stop until my kitchen is done. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's understandable. Absolutely. So um, if, if you're watching after the fact, Joseph, you know, just stay safe, man. That's, that's all we care about. Don't worry about it. For those of you that are uh, paying attention to us live, first off, thank you. And, of course, you can take advantage of the live chat feature. I keep wanting to say Q&A. I got so used to that over the first couple of years, man. I'm, i got to remind myself. But thank you to uh, Stephanie, Unredo Tech, Felis. Hi, guys. And um, we will uh, we'll have ourselves a, a good night. Heretic woman, don't do this to me. You, you know how this is. Hey. So I came back from um, <laughs> real quick. You missed Stephanie. I did not. I said Stephanie. Okay. She was the first one. She's okay. the first one. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So uh, real quickly, like I said, uh, we had a good weekend uh, up in Toronto, the little one and I. We were up there for Fernal Equinox, as is the usual. Last year, fortunately, Heretic Woman and uh, Dallin were both available. So 
Uh, Heretic Woman, I think you ran it last... No, Dallin, hey. you ran it last year. I ran it last year, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this particular year, while I was up at the uh, at the Furcon, Heretic Woman was uh, a little bit busy on our side of the border. Yes. And you down, were at? Down in Nashville for NanoCon. And you, of course, had yourself a good time. Oh, yes, indeedy, I did. Yep. Uh, Dallin... Uh, Dallin had stuff that might have been going on, and when we discussed it, it was like, you know what, if if we're not sure, let's just do it the easy way, and just, we'll just make it a buy, you're under no pressure, because, I mean, truth be told, uh, the, the last thing I want to do is for him to have something pop up that might, or might not, and then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, you know what, shit, I gotta, I gotta do this thing, but I don't want to because this isn't something that happens often. So I, I didn't want to put you under that. <laughs> it was, it really wasn't worth it. It's appreciated. No, I mean, you, you, <laughs> you uh, shit, you do enough as it is. So um, let me, uh, let me really quickly uh, explain to you folks. There are certain products that we can get on our side of the border that they can't get over in Canada and, and vice, vice versa. versa and vice yeah. versa. Well, um, I did not spend a lot of money at the con because I was busy helping out. However, uh, I did come up with a couple of things I wanted to uh, show because um, <laughs> uh, first, something that um, I was mispronouncing as Tofifi. Oh, God. <laughs> Is that like Kofeve? That's yeah, exactly <laughs> what I was calling it. Honestly, <laughs> I'll tell you, like he, he mentioned this last night on the uh, on the show at TFC. Yeah. And uh, all of us are just like, what in the name of all that's whatever? What is uh, the Tofifi? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Like, and of course, right away, I went to Kovefe too, and I was like, okay, is this like, uh, like d- Trump tofu or something like that? And and furthermore, why would you go into <laughs> that? But then he starts to describe it. Describe it, and you're like, wait a minute, that's Toffee Fay. He's like, yeah, and honest to God, I, I think we spent probably like 15, 20 minutes debating. <laughs> Yes. What was, and then finally, I had to remind you, Shujin, of the commercials that they used to play. Yes. yes. Way yes. back in the day. Now, to, to be fair, as soon as, soon as he said that, okay, as soon as he said that, it struck in my head. And it was like, holy shit, I have not thought about that in literally 40 years. So as soon as he said that, it, it came to me. And that's yeah. when it dawned on me <clears throat> wait a minute. This is spelled differently from what I grew up with. No wonder I'm looking at this 40 years after the fact and going, the hell is this? This I know what this is, but I can't remember how to pronounce it. And I'm thinking maybe this is the French version that's printed up. I don't know. But, Ooh. oh. Did you yeah. know that you can get the Toffee Fade commercial from 1978 on YouTube? I didn't until now. We don't have time. I'm about to blow everybody's minds here again. Uh, okay. So I mentioned off the air that I, I went to the theater today to go see Black Panther because, well, I got to get caught up on my MCU movies. Yeah. Hey, Infinity War is around the corner. I got to make sure that everything's there. And, uh, I honestly, I, I think tomorrow, if I get the chance, I'm going to drive by the theater again because they've got this humongous poster on the outside, uh, for Deadpool two, And it is Deadpool reenacting a scene from Flashdance. Oh, Lorne. Yeah, he's like on his back, arched up on the chair, and instead oh. of water falling on him, it's bullet casings. Oh, hell. <laughs> yeah. But beside that, um, 
so I get into the theater, um, sit down, you know, getting ready. And, you know, the, the pre-show comes on because, you know, they got to advertise to you somehow. Although to their credit, almost everything they showed was movie centric. So it wasn't so bad. But um, Cineplex, the, 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 the Canadian version of AMC, let's just put it that way. Um, they are about to run uh, in April they're going to be running a show on select theaters to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the movie Grease. Oh, goodness. No, but it it wasn't so much that. It was the fact that it was 40 years Years. ago. Mm -hmm. And I saw that at the drive-in. I did not see it. In fact, I've never seen it and I never will see it. <laughs> no. no, you don't understand. I had a, a roommate in university that used to sing it in the hallway nonstop. That's 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 good enough reason. Right I now. fully understand. I will this never, ever, ever watch that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, like I said, I brought back a whole bunch of stuff. So I'm going to show for the American audience. Some of the things that if you ever go over the border, you too can actually acquire. Uh, <laughs> Toffee Fate, of course, you may be able to find on our side, but it's a little dicey. Kit Kat. Yum. <clears throat> Caramel Burst and Sea Salt. Espresso Biscuit and Ganache. Mint cream and cookie smash. Yeah, and the that'd one be, yeah. that I am going through right now. Tiramisu. <laughs> yes, that was and, the one that I didn't see when I was up. Yes. There. So, so somebody's probably going to put a request in for some of that, isn't she? Probably so. <laughs> Can't imagine why, and um, only because five will be some goods. <laughs> yeah, uh, only only because uh, I had also tweeted a picture of the shopping cart full of the stuff that we got, um, and the President's Choice brand answered it, even though I had not tweeted at them. I had tweeted at the well, store, but so, super, but Great Canadian Superstore. Um, President's Choice is a subsidiary yeah, brand no, of no, theirs. No, I, I, I don't, I don't. So, uh, just because mm-hmm. poutine flavored chips. Ah, yeah. uh, yes. Mm. Maple bacon flavored bacon. chips. Those are good. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Sriracha flavored chips. Yeah, um, kiss your taste buds goodbye there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Smoked Smoking stampede. stampede. Oh, I've done that one too. These are good. And only because we didn't have any left because we left, you know, on Friday and I didn't want to leave anything, you know, in the house that might go bad. I picked up a bag of where is it? It's oh. over on this side. I was gonna say all I see is oh homo milk. <laughs> 3.25% 
homo milk yep. in three bags worth. Yes, milk bags. comes in bags in Canada. Yes. I wanted to get it only because, uh, well, actually partly because of the novelty, but partly because we were going to need milk. And I found out I actually like 3.25% It's good milk. stuff. It's it good is good. Stuff. So do you do you have one of the special milk pitchers now? Uh no. However, I do have a round plastic one that was usually for just regular drinks okay. and it just fits. So it's it okay. works out perfect. Cuz cuz we we have specialized ones for the bags. I will have to I will have to look for that. You, you and it was like I was You can usually get them at the dollar store now. Yeah, and it was like I was telling Shuj, and the, I think the the milk in a bag thing is an Ontario thing. Uh, I have not seen it out here. Okay, if you haven't and, seen, maybe it's an Eastern thing. Yeah, because I never grew up with it either, and I I grew up in Manitoba, which is like Ontario okay, well, neighbor. The milk I grew up with was came out of a cow that went through a cooler and a bucket. <laughs> we 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 yeah. Okay, I had, had a the- couple of more degrees of separation there, but the ultimately no, it was yeah. a carton. Right. Yeah. No, I, I grew up on a dairy farm, so I saw the milk come out of the cow. It went through a strainer. It got chilled overnight, and then Grandma collected it when in a bucket in the morning. That, that's um, where milk milk came I'm, from. I'm gonna get in such shit for this one. Okay. You're doing fine, Manitoba, Manitoba. M O T O B O B A Manitoba. <laughs> eh? And you eh? completely spelled it wrong. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I was gonna I'm, say, I'm like, it's, I don't it's, think it's there's the that point. many O's in it. I don't, I don't, I don't care. O B is there. I, I don't care. Yeah. yeah, about the only uh about the only amount of O's that are in there for, from that statement was just like, oh dude, can <laughs> you can you spell a quite without looking it up? Skijakwita, perhaps. Tonawanda. <laughs> Pocket the wagon. Lackawanna. <laughs> Wee Hawken. Yeah. Let's, let's, so, yeah. Anyway. Shawinigan. So, yeah, <laughs> Sheboygan. Sheboygan, yeah. It, no, it's spelled Shibugamu. Okay? Let's look <laughs> at it. It's spelled Shibugamu. You know, actually, you know, tell, I, I tell heard, me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I, I heard the word Poughkeepsie once when I saw how it's spelled. I kind of went, "What the hell?" <laughs> Native Americans, man. Native, Native North Americans. That's that's um, that's what you get. Oh, but, we we drove by the exit for Puxatani. Uh, and, and, <laughs> and please tell me that you're proud that you continued past it. Uh, no, I don't know anything about, Pux, about Puxatani other than it has a groundhog. So. Uh, yeah, two words: Bill Murray. Okay. <laughs> so, so a couple of things that that I brought. Well, I already ate the Krispy Kreme, so there, there's that. But um, I I brought um eight eight cases of this fine stuff home. <laughs> Cherry Zero Coca Cola for those of yep. you that are listening after the fact, because you know yeah. that makes for great radio right there. On I was getting to it. Jeez. Oh shit. And- I'm going to have to get Beth to get me more of these because I am absolutely in love with them. Cheetos brand crackers and cheese. Oh, yeah. Oh. I've seen those. They are like, oh, and I, we took, 
Beth to a grocery store before we left and I picked up there's like a whole box of these and this is like my last package of them and I'm like yeah I need you more know, so and speaking of Cheetos that was the oh. uh, that was the experiment that I alluded to earlier today um, I get into a conversation with some guys that work on Friday about um, oh somebody brought in uh, cheddar and jalapeno flavored Cheetos with dip uh, as a snack with for dip. everybody. Yeah. And, and it was jalapeno cheese dip too. So it was kind of like, you know, a double hit for your double hit for your taste buds, your stomach and what comes afterwards. Yeah. Um, but, um, I love jalapeno Cheetos. Yeah. But, but, but conversation kind of went around a little bit and um, somebody said something about, you know, cooking chicken and somebody said, Hey, yeah, you know, you can, you can use Cheetos for that. And the guy's like, no, you can't do that. And then I said, what, you've never made a, a bread coating out of Doritos before? I said, that's oh. awesome. So he's still kind of, you know, skeptical or whatever. So I go on the net and I find a Cheetos baked chicken recipe. Uh-huh. And it was, it looked so good. I decided, you know what? I'm going to try that. And I tried it tonight and it was delicious. Awesome. Basically, you just take the Cheetos uh, crunch them up. I, I finally had justification for buying a rolling pin today. Uh, yeah. So you get Cheetos, uh, throw some Parmesan cheese in there, mix it all up. Uh, take your chicken breast, put some flour on it, dip it in a little bit of egg, uh, and then basically shake and bake it in the Cheetos mix. I mean, get a nice thick coating on there and bake it. And oh, and it's, it's mm. not, it's not overly salty. It's not overly spicy. It's actually just good. See, you're you're lucky that you tried that out because when I was a kid, my mom did something similar. Only she smashed up frosted flakes. Ew! That why? Okay, you know, you know what? Somebody did that <laughs> once with um. Oh, it might work with bran flakes. Well, well, this was at the Stampede, mm. and they did that with uh, I think it was they had like um or just corn flakes. Yeah, oh, well, it, these, was, it was frosted flakes. It, it, yeah, it, yeah, the, the frosted part. Would part be is just wrong. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay. Uh, the, these people at uh, at Stampede apparently they did like it was chicken on a stick, wrapped or coated with uh, frosted flakes. And from what the guy was telling me, he said it's it tasted not bad, but they had some kind of sauce inside of the batter that was just shit. Mm. So mm. that it, it wasn't the frosted flakes that killed it. It was the uh, it was the other thing. Oh, and I found while well, we were uh, the biggest bag of bugles I have ever seen in my oh, life. Oh yeah, uh, American WalMarts yeah. are fun. I I, uh -huh. uh, I I usually go when I go on site. I go there for two things. I go for um, they have this uh, drink or drink powder. It's called Propel. Yeah. Okay. It's like an electrolyte type thing. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody at work is nuts over this stuff, so we actually keep a supply going. And the the rule is. If, if you go on going. site, if you go on site to a place that has a Walmart, if you can stop by and pick up a couple of boxes, right? Uh, and then also the uh, the Mio syrups, the the little okay. little squirty bottles. Yeah, yeah. Okay, up here you've got mm, five or six different flavors. Down there, they've got a freaking rainbow of stuff. Plus, they have an energy drink type, right? So it's like, you know, liquid Gatorade or whatever. Um, but the one I always go after is the sweet tea. Ugh. No, it just yeah. it, it, it honestly it tastes when when you if you mix it right it tastes like nasty iced tea. Okay. 
Good. Oh, and one one other thing I found too that I've never seen here. In fact, I've this is the first time I've ever seen it. I got 100 SPF sunscreen. So you're ready. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah when you, when I, you're I, I on the beach on Venus. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the that... biggest I ever saw was when I was in Mexico, and I think I got 85 SPF. So this when you is stay, when you want to when you want to keep that pasty white look. Oh yeah. Well, well, I only I only have three choices: pasty white, spotted, or lobster. I'll pre- I prefer the pasty white. Thanks. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. You know, it's just it's really bad that when you you know you, you end fact, up vacationing. Hmm? I was okay, so I was outside, um, off and on on the Saturday, and for about three hours on Sunday afternoon, and I got a sunburn. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, yeah, Bridget, you're you're our medical expert. Uh, how many uh, how many proven cases of spontaneous human combustion has there actually been? <laughs> I would have to Google it, but it does actually happen. <laughs> it does. It's a thing. Okay, well, when I, we have a me- when wait. we have a medical professional say that it actually does happen, I've seen this, pictures. This is bad. It Shit, does happen. I, I was kidding. Damn. <laughs> no. Holy, I gotta look this no. up now. Damn it. It really, it really does happen. They yeah. there are theories, but they aren't 100% sure why. Yeah. Oh, um now that we're kind of <laughs> moving into science versus whatever. Uh no, no, no. I, I got a bit of an update yeah. here. Now, the past couple of weeks I have mentioned um a pseudoscience fighter uh named Jeff Holiday a few times. And he was doing a, a series called a, a Song of Salt and Poo, uh, going after this Jilly Juice person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, somebody got uh, wind of it, and uh, Mr. Holiday took a trip to Hollywood recently to be on Dr. Phil. Oh, Wait for it. To... Face to face, meet this Jillian person. Ooh. No filters. Uh, well, except what happened? Uh, it hasn't aired yet, but I watched a live stream with Jeff earlier today uh, while he was uh, finishing uploading his uh, final installment of the show. And from what he said, <laughs> it actually went well. He was not uh, marginalized. He was not. Uh, kowtowed to like I, I mean this this lady's magic formula has killed somebody and damn near killed somebody yeah. else yeah uh basically if you drink this stuff to the uh to the amount that she tells you to uh it dehydrates you and can possibly yeah. give you sodium poisoning oh lovely that's bad a uh, a person who's suffering of cancer i don't have his name on off the top of my head um this was a last ditch effort for him to try to get rid of it because apparently according to Jillian, uh, this stuff can cure cancer, cure AIDS, Uh, cure the gay. uh, It'll cure the gay. uh, It'll regrow limbs. It'll regrow organs. Um, uh, so part of me is thinking, okay, you know what? Um, so fermented cabbage and salt water, could that help me regrow, regrow my spleen? I wonder. Isn't that like halfway to kimchi? I don't know. But there's no noodles involved with this. 
No, no, Kim's cheese fermented cabbage. cabbage. Oh, okay. But it just has a shit ton of garlic in it. Yeah. Um, no, this just just this is supposed to be some kind of miracle cure, and she's mm. she's like full on conspiracy theorist. Everything. I, I've talked about her before on the show, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff, who's now done a three part video series on this individual, got the chance to meet her face to face on Doctor <laughs> Phil's show. And while there's not a lot he could really say because of the NDA, um, mm. he was able to let a few things slip about uh, what he actually said to her. And he did flat out accuse her of killing people okay. on the show. I don't have cable. I can't wait till this thing airs because I know somebody's going to pirate it. Oftentimes those things do pop up on Dr. F- on um, YouTube. Yeah, I don't know how tight a hold they're going to have on this one, um, yeah. but I'm watching. I'm watching Jeff's Twitter. I'm watching uh, his <clears throat> channel on um, on YouTube. Uh, the second this drops, I'm going to go looking for it because Jeff has been. Yeah. He, he started off doing a lot of you know um, political based sort of takedowns and stuff like that. The, the, the typical shit posting stuff that you see on on some channels. But he's now shifted focus completely. He's he's got pseudoscience like in his crosshairs. And given the fact that that is the mutual pet peeve of everybody on this show, um, I'd say we got something in common with him. So, you know, if it, if I'm watching something of his and something pops up that might be of relevance to this show, I might bring it up. Uh, he's also in the middle of doing a uh, an expose on anti-vaxxers right now. Oh, cool. And 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 we just love anti-vaxxers here, don't we? <laughs> yes, oh, boy. we do. Uh, uh, real quickly, before we uh, before we actually like actually start the show, oh, <laughs> eventually. Sorry. Before, <laughs> um, do that, but before we start the show, too, I found a Toffee Faye commercial that's thirty seconds long that you will die laughing at. I, I'll, I'll, I'll get to, I'll get to it later. I'll get to it later, but uh, Unmuted Tech, hi, thanks, man. Uh, had had, uh, had gone ahead and said, um, "Can it cure horse shit?" Uh, Dallin, <laughs> you're you're the resident expert on this. Can that stuff uh, cure horse shit? Uh, um, I, I, I'm pretty sure I know, but uh, I I don't know. Uh, tech, um, I'm not sure if it can if it can cure horse shit, but it can sure as hell give you the symptoms. Considering uh, after drinking a little a little bit of this stuff, everything that's inside your colon ends up exploding out of your asshole. Hey, like she calls it waterfall. Oh, uh, 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 that, uh, she's not incorrect. Yeah, oh. but to, to quote Stanley, "Nuff said." Good point. <laughs> uh, yeah, and by the way, on top of everything else, uh, Stan, uh, we're hoping that you're doing okay, man. Yeah, we're hoping that you're doing okay. Anyway, um, yeah, it's been long enough. We should really actually start the show for real. <laughs> um, oh. After all this stuff, and this. Uh, Believe it or not, uh, what we what we just kind of went through is actually going to kind of play into the actual part of the show anyway. So this this works out just fine. So let me let me go ahead and get you guys rolling over here. And where's my timer? There's my timer. So let me go ahead and do this one. Your five minute freestyle. Where are my notes? There they are. Starts right now. Five minutes on. Voices carry. Some people, of course, as usual, know full well my affinity for the 80s music. And uh, Voices Carry is uh, a song from Till Tuesday. You remember it as soon as you heard it. I think it was I think it was 1983. I could be wrong. I didn't look it up. Anyway. I did not ask permission to talk about 
person and something that they had posted recently, but I'm going to mention about it. I am also one of those people who had to deal with the feeling of, well, it's something that's actually a, a legit thing that's called impersonators syndrome. Uh, if I remember correctly, if that's exactly what the term is, it's the idea that you, you, you've got this nagging voice in the back of your head. That's keeping telling you that, you know, sooner or later, everybody's going to find out that you're really not as good at things as you thought that you were. And you're just putting on airs and you're, putting on a good show for everybody, but you're really not that good a person at whatever the hell it is that you're doing. And I, a while ago had put out a, uh, I'd put out a video and had basically said that, you know, I keep trying to do what I'm doing and, and I don't feel like I'm really doing anything that's special. And somebody ended up commenting and telling me, uh, you're talking about impersonators, imposter syndrome, I think is what it is. I, again, forgive me. I, I didn't look it up directly. I, I don't like to do notes for these kinds of things, basically, because uh, I, I, I need the push like this. But a buddy of mine had the same thing happening to him. I didn't know about it. And this is one of those people that I got the chance to see at Fernal Equinox in Toronto. And he had posted up that at the end of it all, he doesn't go for the panels and the discussions nearly as much as for touching base with family of choice, myself, tiny triple, a couple of people that operate at the con, a couple of people that attend the con, you know, and that he doesn't have that voice now. We sat in, in the bar uh, after everything was done with the, the head of security, who I talked about on the Friday night show, and I got away with bloody murder mm-hmm. for good cause. But he was saying that after all that, and he got home and he wrote up the little thing about you know how great it was to touch base with everybody. He doesn't have that voice anymore. Or at the very least... It's gone quiet. I understand if you've got that voice going on in you. When it was finally pointed out to me after that one video that I had done that, you know, that's, that's what it sounded like was happening with me. And I read up on it. It brought so many different things into absolute clarity for me. And I realized this is what's been going on in me. And believe it or not, this is one of those few times where I can say, once I knew what was going on, it kind of started to go away for me, just on its own, because I was able to recognize it for what it was. It's not that I'm really not that good at whatever it is, it's that I've been listening to that little doubt in the back of my own head too much. And I have not been paying nearly enough attention to the people who see what I do, who can tell me what it is that I'm doing and can let me know what they see. Because what they see is a hell of a lot different from what I do. So if you're not sure 
if you think that maybe you're not good enough because you keep thinking you're not for whatever reason. Listen to what the people outside of your head are saying. Listen to them first and foremost. Let them guide you because they will be a much better judge and the ones who are the best people around you are the ones that are going to be honest, even if it hurts a little bit. Those are the people you want around you. Because, let's face it, if you're honest all the time, you don't have to worry so much about what lie did you make the last time and try to keep track of them all. It's episode 204 on the docket, Your Honor. Ex-cons, because I was off at a convention. Heretic Woman was off at a convention. There are a lot of them that have been going on in a lot of different circles. The artistic community, the skeptical community, the atheist community. And let's face it, every week there's at least one gathering of people in any particular religious circle. So... We're, we've talked about this a little bit before, but I want to kind of talk about <clears throat> the social aspect of getting together yeah. in groups because it's it's something that we don't necessarily think about as being important, but we're social animals. It really is kind mm-hmm. of important. So before we do that, um, Heretic Woman, the last information I had on uh, Rafe Badawi was about mm-hmm. his wife, that she's basically on the war path and yes. making a lot of, uh, a lot of yelling and screaming again to basically yeah. tell the government, you know, um, get off your ass, get my husband out. Yeah. Uh, Beth had sent me an article earlier this week, but it was basically her pushing the government to do something and talking about those rumors that we'd heard earlier that he might get put on some list for pardon, but Really, there wasn't anything new in it. It was just sort of a, hey, don't forget that this is going on kind of art- article. Yeah, unfortunately, rehashing the the same article that we had for, what is it now, four or five months, really? Yeah, at least. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, as we've said, directly on race part, no real new news. <clears throat> but... That means that as of the recording of tonight's show, and yes, I actually had to do a little bit of math. As of the recording of tonight, it is now five years, nine months, eight days since Rafe Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crime. Our hopes, our thoughts are still with you and your family. We're still waiting and we're still hoping. And that, um, that feels kind of, uh, that feels a little bit odd uh, because, well, for those of you that were paying attention, uh, like I said, I've got my uh, I've got my glasses on tonight, and usually the only reason why I put them on is if my contact lenses are a little on the dry side or my eyes are a little bit tired, so I, I have a little bit more trouble focusing for the screen. I mean, when I'm when I'm talking to you guys, obviously I'm talking straight into the camera, so I doesn't matter what I'm focusing on. I mean, so long as I'm looking right at you, I'm looking at you, I'm looking at you right there. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I just screwed up some people that are watching live right now. Um, you know, it, it doesn't much matter. But earlier today, there was, uh, there was a march in many, many cities, protests from 
students and their parents, their friends, their loved ones about, well, it's basically fallout from all the stuff that has been happening with school shootings from Florida and to basically make their voices heard because, well, you know, kids, you know, teenagers, they're not going to do any of this stuff on a weekend when they could be doing anything else, like playing violent video games. And well, uh, (laughs) well, uh, yeah. Hold my gift card, you know? Yeah. So uh, in Buffalo, there were uh, a lot of us. I took a lot of pictures with my good camera. I did get some video. Um, It was, it was, It was both disheartening to see that this has to happen. It was gratifying to see how many students were there, high school and even younger. And it was annoying that somebody who was a Planned Parenthood type protester decided that this was where they were going to go ahead and have their sign and, and try to talk to people. And I... They tried to talk to Tiny Tribble, and I was not having that. You can well imagine. I was not having that. Yeah. But I was nice about it, and I basically said, look, this is not your place. This is not your venue. Please just go home and go get warm. Yeah. um, I was watching another YouTuber um, who had attended one of the protests in one of the other cities. Uh, A guy by the name of Tim Poole. and he, that was one thing he mentioned, that, uh, yes, this was a march for a particular reason. There, there was a reason behind it. But it seemed that everybody else that had some kind of cause wanted to piggyback onto this. They wanted to latch on in hope that with the number of people that were there, that they could extend the reach of their own uh, particular agenda. Yeah. And you, you can't really stop that unless you like have some way of monitoring, like, are you here for this? Are you here for that? But even then that's not something you can do. Um, Honestly, I think the best you can do, the the best thing you can do in something when something like that happens is, well, kind of like what you did, you just, uh, if they approach you or if they approach someone, you know, just step in, tell them to back off that this is not their show. And, uh, you know, maybe warn people that there happens to be a uh, so-called Fox in the hen house, if you will. Yeah. Uh, oh, and by the way, b- because I'd forgotten to make mention about it. Uh, I have made a commitment for the next six weeks. I found a six pack of angry orchard, hard cider, crisp apple. Goodness. This is what was, uh, this was what was suggested. I have not sampled it yet. I have basically, well, since I wasn't able to find a single can or bottle, I got a, I got a six pack. I could have gotten a six pack of, uh, oh, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the Irish, uh, glass mug pub stuff. Guinness. It? Guinness, Guinness. There it is. Thank you. Oh, Guinness. Uh, I could have gotten that in, um, in glass or, or in cans as a six pack, but then I thought, yeah, I want to try that as a single. I could have gotten Jenny Cream Ale as a single. I could have gotten a whole bunch of different ones that were like, um, why? Uh, some people would remember this one. I could have gotten, uh, I could have gotten Pat's Blue Ribbon on my mind. Yeah, I, there, that was a, that's still sold, believe it or not. 
Oh yeah, they're, they're well. I mean, <laughs> well the let's, the, let's face um, it, you know. the uh, shit show in Milwaukee was held in the Paps Theater. Ooh, which I can, was owned by them. I just I just popped the top, and I could smell it already. Yeah, and this is one of those times where I I can't say it's beer. Because I could, oh, no, I, could I smell it's apple. It's not beer. The, this the, that stuff is going to be a slap in the face to your taste buds. So uh, I guess uh, I guess we will uh, we will see. <laughs> so, uh, uh, the sorry, there's um ghosts later later ghosts baggage. Um, anyway, so um, how do they say it in Japan? Wahayam. Uh, <laughs> Mm. Well, now that is not beer. Oh, no, might, um, no, definitely not. Explore the orchard, Walden, New York. No shit. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, in the Hudson Valley. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, I thought that this might have been uh, a little bit more local. Ooh. But this is a New York thing. I think I may have chose well. Um. Okay. So anyway, um, as far as the uh, uh, as far as the overall topic, uh, the idea of going to conventions to go be, well, all right. Let's back it back a, a little bit further than that. Going to social gatherings, it doesn't matter what what you want to call it. It could be a convention, it could be going to church, it could be secular Sundays at uh, Center for um, Center for Inquiry, but uh, or, yeah, it could be a, a, a what do they call those? Uh, the uh, the meet fake, fake no, the fake church uh, gathering Sun, uh, Sunday, atheist, assemb- Sunday, Sunday assembly. assembly. That's what it is. Uh, so you know we we don't really talk as much about the social aspect as what we could, probably even what we should, because it's you know, we we kind of gloss over it because we it's you know who who really wants to take the time out sometimes, but we really should. Because without the social aspect, what the hell is the point of actually you know, trying to talk with everybody and help them mm-hmm. get through? Uh, especially <laughs> with how many groups there are uh, that are very highly marginalized. And it's not just any one group that you might be thinking of. There's a bunch out there. The atheists, for one, here in the United States are considered lower on the totem pole than um, used car salesmen. Uh, let's uh-huh. see. You could be dealing with um, people who have melanin-enhanced epidermis because there's stuff about that. There could be a thing about age. There could be a thing about intelligence levels or chromosome number counts or whatever the hell else. But the <laughs> point of it is getting together in a social aspect is something that we as humans need from time to time yes there are a lot of people for whom it's not even a thing or don't want to be but by and large we humans are social animals and we kind of need to have that kind of interaction once in a while and even if it's just this digital wavefront this way you guys are with us right now so i'll start off just by saying thank you for you know being with us and if you're drinking too, just not a liter of of wine again. That was that was oh god, that was so bad. That was <laughs> so wrong. 
anyway, um, so let's see. Uh, let's let's start off with a, with a fun one. Bridget this past week had the opportunity of going to a social engagement of sorts and had a great old time. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I made a joke before we got on the yard. I I, I want to say it again, but I really shouldn't. Oh God, I'm I'm not going to say it again. But um, you can't. You can't. Yeah, it's okay. She she had a lot of time on her hands. She went off to see uh, a number of musical groups, including oh uh, Don Felder, which I was not too crazy about. Saw Sticks; they were really really good in Ario Speedwagon, and I'm like, when the hell did we all get so old? But um, yeah, Sticks had a great. Yeah, I went to go see Sticks and got a fist bump from Tommy Shaw. Had a great time. And was close enough to smell the sweat, but that was my Christmas present. <laughs> ah. Whoa. Oh, Rocker. oh, man. Yeah, Rocker sweat. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. you know, but when you think about it, um, how, how, how many people do we know that could actually say that they were in that kind of situation? Yeah. You know, well, it's I, like last summer when I got to see Glass Tiger and I got, I, took a selfie with Alan Frew, which in 1986 I would have killed for. <laughs> and it was pretty dang cool now. Um, you know, but I had to wait 30 years to get it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> exactly. It was still a lot of fun. That, this was on my bucket list. You know, yeah. Since mm-hmm. uh, aging myself here, 1979. Um, but yeah, I got to go backstage the whole deal and it was really, nice. you know, it was really cool. Once in a lifetime thing. I had a friend who awesome. I had a friend who went to a Motley Crue concert when they were in high school and uh Vince Neal flipped a bottle cap right at him and he caught it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and like uh the last Kiss concert I went to um I well I was a little disappointed because uh part of the part of the act was Paul Stanley got on this like it was a cherry picker and he went out to a stage that was in the middle of the floor. I had floor seats that at that concert, I was six feet away from that guy. And I'll say this much, uh, Shujin, y- you know, me, you've yeah. met me. I'm vertically enhanced. Let's just say, <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, uh, t- let's, let's be fair. You're still not nearly as big as your brothers. So. Yeah. We'll put it this way. I'm, I'm quite confident that I will have lots of room on his couch in a couple of months. Fair enough. So <laughs> on. I still have to get a spare set of static for that too, by the way. <clears throat> um, Paul Stanley next to me would be like me next to heretic woman. <laughs> oh, damn. He is one tall son of a bitch. And that's without, and I, that's without the platform <laughs> shoes. Damn. So I'm I'm sitting there, or I'm standing there watching him. They're, they're doing um, I think it was it was either Love Gun or I Stole Your Love. And I'm trying to think which which what year was that? This was 2006, I think. Oh, okay, so the last time I saw them was yeah. in 2000, and yeah. I think the center stage song was Love Gun. Okay. You know, maybe it was the same one, but this was, this was the they farewell tour. They, okay, 2000 was the farewell yeah. tour. Yeah, anyway, which which one, though? Yeah. <laughs> no, anyway. they only had one that they specifically called the farewell tour. But yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So but his mic stand had 
no less than 24 picks on it. I remember that. And everyone around uh, everyone around me was just, they were, it was Pavlovian. They were waiting for, for him to flick the pick. Mm-hmm. That son of a bitch never did. No. <laughs> I'm thinking, so, dude, you're worth millions of dollars. You're telling me that 20 bucks worth of guitar picks? If that. Yeah, like, what, what do you got here? Sentimental <laughs> value there, buddy? You know, he usually does. No, like I've so. when I've seen one. him, he did. Huh. You know, you, no, have to re- you have to remind me because I saw them twice that year. And the one concert that I went to, there was somebody there with a hidden camera directly above me. And I managed to get the bootleg tape of that concert that I was at from the same angle that I was sitting. Oh, so you have to remind me because I have a copy of that kicking yeah. around. My ex-wife and I went to a meatloaf concert, and there was some guy that uh, he brought his camcorder, and then four security guards picked him up. Oh, like one on each limb because this guy was struggling. Oh wow! Uh, and they carted him out of there. He was like three rows in front of us, and we we saw the mm-hmm. like my ex and I we saw the camera. He was like, yeah. How long till he gets busted? And she's like, it won't be long now. And then quite literally, we were watching the show. Uh, My attention was completely devoted. I turned and there was a guy being carted off. And then he he was not happy with what the guards were doing to him. But on the other side of it, he kind of did bring it on himself. Yeah. We talking about these like oversized fist size? Or are we talking about like, you know, on on your shoulder kind of? Not quite that, but... um, It, it bigger was than what the, you have now yeah well it was maybe about this wide you know it's the one that you know you hold like this and you have the big screen uh, oh yeah. yeah yeah okay yeah yeah see whoever took the bootleg that i got had it hidden because you could see a couple of times when he zoomed way out the circle of whatever he had it hidden in which oh yeah but if he zoomed in then it was gone and it was like you were sitting right there so the first, the first like five minutes or so are a little rough, but after that, it's beautiful. The whole concert. So I, I found it on a news group, Alt Fan Kiss, I think it was. I, I took a, a, I took a gamble and sent the guy twenty five bucks sight unseen, and I got a VHS tape back with the exact concert I went to. Nice. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. See, now, now, you're, now you're making me think back to the days of UUN code, UUD code, and goddamn yeah. Kermit to download shit. Thanks ever Sorry. so And uh, what's the um, what's the uh, the uh, the part two checksum thing? You know, in case you had a corrupted download, you had the yeah. parody files that you could download as a supplement to <laughs> repatch what was lost. And if mm. you if you uploaded something, you always had to make those patch files, otherwise people would get mad at you. Oh, see, this was before downloading. He sent me a freaking VHS tape in the mail. And then years years later, I had somebody rip it for me into digital format so I wouldn't lose it. Cool. So the the point that I was trying to get to, as a matter of fact, (laughs) yes, there was a point, believe it or not, was that, um, you know, we, uh, the stuff that I was listing off before, which was a grouping for quote-unquote religious activities even though you know secular sundays and that kind of thing were are not religious by any stretch of imagination it's it's social gatherings 
Yes. It's an opportunity for folks to get together for a joint cause. Now, I have gone up to, uh, for me, it's like a 40-minute drive to get from where I live up to uh, Center for Inquiry when they have Secular Sundays, where it's basically, you know, we go up, we have coffee, we have juice, we have bagels, and, you know, we, we talk about whatever, yeah, we talk about whatever whatever topic. But you, you hang out with with like-minded people. Exactly. And that's, I think that, that's the key. Yeah, and that's exactly it. Now, um, Bridget, I, I, I'm well, I'm well imagining that the vast majority of people that you're hanging out during this venue were not there to see Run DMC, especially considering that we don't have um, MC at this point because yeah. he's kind of dead. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, they were there to either see Sticks or Oreos Bee Wagon or both. And, uh, yeah, it's a, a kind of a sense of community to be with people who are there for the same reason. And that's, uh, that's, that's kind of the piece that, uh, I wanted to make sure that we end up talking about, um, Dowland <coughs> and, uh, and Joe and I were lucky enough. We got to the, we got the chance to meet each other in Pittsburgh, which was, uh, which was great. Um, and, uh, that was, uh, that was for Anthrocon. Mm-hmm. Um, heretic woman, Bridget and I, and tiny dribble got the chance to meet over in, uh, Hickory, which Hickory. was, which was, which was great because I, I got to give Bridget that, that con shirt, which was, which was great. I still love yeah. it. Awesome. I love it. There were, there were people who were at the con this weekend who were, who were wearing the, that shirt again. So it was like, you know, it's great seeing it again. It's like, yeah, I gave away mine. It was worth it, man. Oh, it was wonderful. I loved it. <laughs> but, um. You know, we we need the opportunity of getting together every once in a while. And that's that's part of the reason why we kind of do the show. It it does kind of feel like, you know, we when I was in college, I've talked about this before. Friday nights, it was myself, my girlfriend, who eventually became my wife, who became my late wife, uh, her roommate. And a couple of friends, and we would get together on Friday night at the end of the week, and we do cross stitch together, stitch and bitch party. Gave us an opportunity to just sit and just complain about all the shit that'd been going on all week because we could. And it's college. What are you going to do? You you don't have a hell lot that you can do. You don't have a car to go off campus, fortunately, and you know you just hang around with with friends. Sometimes you know you get together because you know, communal TVs. So you can watch whatever it was at the time. I got some folks together and we would watch Star Trek next generation when it came out, when it was, you know, first run, but there are groupings for pretty much anything. There are after school activities in high school. There's stuff in college where you can organize any group that you want. And these days, you know, as an adult, you can pretty well do the same damn thing, but it's a question of, Trying to find people who share the stuff that you like too, including the people that would like this angry orchard. I'm al- I'm already almost done with this because this is good. I'm actually it's liking up. this. This is oh. one of the few times I can actually say that. So, mm-hmm. All right, excellent. I, I forget who it was that had suggested angry orchard, but uh, they, I, I, I don't. Dylan, it might have been you actually. Come it, to think, it might have been. Yeah. So yeah, thank you. Um, so so I got I got five more of these. Yeah, that, that'll work out. Well, I get to go to a. Uh, I'm going to a craft beer store tomorrow. 
uh, with my growler, and I'm going to pick up. Uh, they just put it on tap yesterday. It's called Fallen Timber Honey Buck Ginger Lemonade Mead. <laughs> nice. I imagine it's going to be an interesting flavor. It's going to be sweet, tangy, and probably a little spicy. Okay. Uh, I'm just trying to picture that name in my head, and I'm thinking, how many hyphens are in that at this point? None at this point, actually. Well, there you go. But, uh, yeah, uh, if I get out there tomorrow, uh, or when I get out there tomorrow, uh, I'll pick it up and... um, well, I'll, I might throw a comment up somewhere about it. Fair enough. Um, just for the record, uh, done. Good. I like it. So cool. uh, not beer. It's it's yeah. not beer. Um, <laughs> I mean, it it, it does say that specifically it's hard cider, so you know that doesn't totally surprise me. But at the same time, okay, I'm on board for this. Excellent. So that's a, that's, a, that's a start. Now the idea is to get him drunk enough to the point where he passes out. We can give him the rainbow mane. Nope. <laughs> and I'm not going to tell you what ended up happening to me after I turned off the, the set over here for the uh, 200th episode after. Uh, it was, I it was bad. Imagine. Don't, because even our medical expert really doesn't want to be thinking about it. Thank you very much. Oh, dear. I just thought it was amusing that you picked that episode when we have a psychiatrist on to do uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, like, yes. Dr. Richard's going to be writing some papers after that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so great. I slurred my speech a little bit. There's nothing new. No, it was it was great. It, you weren't slurring. You were completely mispronouncing. It was great. I listened okay. to it after the hey, fact. Hey, 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 guys, 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 come on. Shujin's not the first person to have been drunk on this show. <laughs> this is That's true. true. It's true. Come this to think of it, true. I think I was. Yeah, I, I think it's and have been on multiple occasions. I will freely yep. admit. <laughs> and this is part of the reason why we have been withholding your checks. Yeah, as a matter of fact, this is not just coffee. I'll, ah. I'll, hey, I ran out of creamer. There's a 26 of Bailey's on the counter. What am I going to do? Oh, Bailey's. Nice. There you go. Yes, it's not coffee. Sure. It's coffee. Sorry. It'll only be coffee when I get to the end of the goddamn carafe, all right? <laughs> oh yeah, hey, it, it, that's it, that's what you have with your coffee is a toffee. That's that's true. <laughs> and, and by the way, uh, I did actually get um, maple flavored coffee ground, unfortunately, but still maple flavored coffee. It's good stuff. Yeah, I was just looking okay, for I, I'm, that it's good. I, I'm, I'm suddenly waiting for for Joey to cue the the maple nut crunch bit. Um. He did say he was back at some point. Yeah, he's he's around here some. Um, he's probably kicking the cat. It could be. Now, uh, I think one of the things that's uh, that's really cool about having these kinds of gatherings, even even with this, even though it's you know digital and around the world and and you know not directly personal, is that we can have the we can we can have the camaraderie of being able to. You know, joke at each other's expenses yeah. and it's worth it it's worth it um me listening to the show after the fact and going oh yeah i know i know 
<laughs> oh, damn it. I know. Mm-hmm. I remember being in grade school and having a small, oh, God, I can't believe I'm going to remember this, uh, a small straw in my in my mouth to try to help me learn how to properly pronounce <clears throat> words because right. I have, I, I will admit, I have always had a bit of a lisp, a little bit. It doesn't usually show up. I usually try to be very careful about it. But when I get tired or apparently or... drunk, <laughs> I know full well it it it's wow. You know, it, it could be worse, Shujin. Mm. Uh, you, you could have had the same uh, way of doing things as uh, Demosthenes did. Uh, that's Greek to me. Who, what? As a matter of fact. <laughs> uh... No, no. What? No, you're you're actually you're right. Uh, Demoth, Demoth, Demosthenes. Sorry, uh, he was a Greek orator, so like you know one of those people that gave out speeches and stuff like that. Oh, a bullshit artist, pretty much. Yeah, but he had, but but unfortunately, his, his bullshit came with a bit of an impediment. Oh, did it now? Uh, yeah, so so it probably came out you know like more like uh, bullshit or something like that. Um, or biggest stickest. Very, very, it's, it's possible. That being said, uh, how he got over it, allegedly, and it's funny, I remember this, honest to God, I remember this from grade eight history. I just forgot the name, so I had to go looking for it. Uh, he would put pebbles in his mouth and shout above the roar of the ocean waves to get his point across. Okay. Yeah. So, like, homeboy worked them pipes and probably yeah. worked on his pronunciation considering the fact he had a mouthful of rocks. I was going to say, what does that do to his teeth? Um, given everything else, you know, given the fact that it was the ancient world and stuff like that, I don't think he was any worse off. Okay. You know, I mean, they didn't exactly That'd have be... Colgate back then either, you know? Well, yeah. I, I'm surprised you didn't, like, choke on one. Well, I would imagine that that would probably be a part of the training for himself. Make sure that you're able to speak clearly, even with that to, well, well, no, no, not, not even because of that, but specifically because of that, to be aware of what you, um, what you are doing with your face. Uh, I, I have to put it that way because there is a way of training your voice for singing that you are yes. not listening to what you're producing so much as you are feeling what you're producing, which okay. is a, a, a level of uh, a level of vocal control that I will admit I don't get. I, well, I, I just I, remember in choir, we were taught to over-pronunciate everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when you're in a choir, uh, you kind of have to mm-hmm. in yeah. order to make sure that you you will have people who will hyper pronunciate every syllable. And then you will end up with those that are on the opposite side of that bell curve who are kind of mumbling through it a little bit. So yeah. you have, you know, that, that combination. And let me tell you, when you're singing Latin. Oh man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now I love listening to Latin being sung. I don't know what the hell it says, but it sounds nice. You know, um, talking about social gatherings. Um, Thank you. No, 
Actually, I hey, believe it or not, I can segue this. Go. I right. can I can do this. So Latin Gregorian chants, kind of a uh, thing, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so Gregorian chant kind of eases over into uh, an old bumper for a bit that's on a particular podcast of which I'm a big fan. It's time once again. Oh, that. <laughs> now, the segue. Um, one convention I wish I'd gone to back in like 2004, 2006. Dragon Con. Mm. There was a reason for that. <clears throat> um, back then, um, podcasting had just taken off. Like 2004 was really when it got started. Like when it, when it sort of hit, I won't say mainstream, but suddenly became very accessible to people. Right. You know, hosting sites like Libsyn, um, Podcast Pickle, uh, Pod Show, which eventually became Mevio, which eventually became Get the Hell Out of Here. Um, they all sprung up. And a friend of mine got me listening to a couple, and I started listening to a couple more and a couple more and a couple more. And there was like a group of, I guess you could call them pod stars or podcast pioneers. You had um, George Robb, of whom some of us know, T. Morris, an author who is credited for taking one of the first published novels that he ever did and turning it into a podcast, Scott Sigler, the man who wrote a novel strictly for podcasting. He podcasted first, then published it. Now he's a New York Times bestselling author. J.C. Hutchins, uh, another, well, he did a trilogy of books. He did a couple more, but now he's sort of gone into, he marketed his media skills. And now he's more of a, a journalist than he is a podcaster these days. Um, and another one, Mer Lafferty, um, author, used to write, used to do a podcast called I Should Be Writing. Uh, I think she still does it, actually. Um, again, sort of writer tips and tricks. Um, then there was another person, uh, Evo Terra, who is the founder of patiobooks.com, which is still going today, where you can put up podcast fiction, where I'm going to be publishing eventually. <laughs> Good man. Now, these guys, when you hear them on their individual shows, are quite, I wouldn't say serious, serious, but definitely calm they don't wig out they don't um they, they don't go batshit crazy on their own shows uh george well i mean he does a lot of different voices and stuff but you know that's him but when these guys all got together at dragon con and the term open bar came to mind <laughs> A podcast show called Winging It was born. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, Myrtle Lafferty Drunk is a sight to behold. Uh, This is where, and actually Winging It became a, a communal thing after that, where another podcast called Speaking of Beer got started. Um, But okay, Going through the chant thing, 
uh, George Rob did a live episode of the Geologic Podcast on there. Uh, he did the he did his intro live. Um, but then there was the religious moron of the week, and he got the audience to do the moron chant. And honest to God, pitch perfect for a of bunch course. of drunken reprobates, you know, <laughs> you know, but, but the thing is, I would have loved to have been there. Cause I was, a am a fan of all of these guys, even to this day. And to, to have had the opportunity to sort of rub shoulders with these guys and, um, you know, I mean, at the time I was nothing but a wannabe. I, I still technically I am, but I wonder if I'd had a chance to actually sit down and socialize with these guys. If I would have gotten the kick in the butt that I needed back then to really see it through to the end and actually get farther than I am now. Well, I find going to conferences to be rather inspirational. By the way, and before you, sorry, yes. before you go, though, tech, you have a good night. Thanks for hanging out with us for as long as you could, man. Appreciate it. Oh, I actually, it was, it's it's Fellas who's oh. going to bed. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Good night, hon. Sorry, <laughs> I, I, sorry, it's the alcohol. I I can't read the lines for. I'm, I'm, I'm going with that anyway. I'm sorry. Going on. Are we uh, looking at your? Are we looking at your snowball? Please tell me it's not a snowball that we're looking at. That is my snowball. Yeah. God damn it. What? It's it's my snowball nope. from Glory from nope. Glory Hall Studios. God damn it, you're not helping matters. There's mine. Fuckers. You know, all right, that's it. Mwah. Good night, everybody. Fuck what? Later, later, later. Go go on. Go on. Do, do your thing. I'll, no, I was later. just saying I, I find going to conferences to be energizing and and inspiring. And of course, the one I went to, it had all kinds of speeches and workshops and things to go to. And I, I saw um, Anthony Magnavosco did a, a workshop on street epistemology, which was fun. And um, you know, got to do a little role play with that. Try your hand at it. Um, just, just a lot of interesting i didn't even get to go and see this is the thing i didn't even get to go to half the stuff that was offered because i got waylaid talking to people that i haven't seen forever in between the schedule and so it's kind of like oh that's half over well i guess i'll just stand here and talk to people and go to the next one sort of thing and you see i i want to get down to uh i want to get down to a secular and atheist convention down in the states one of these days because yes it sounds like, from what I've heard, uh, some of us or some of you guys that went were actually pointed out like, hey, you're one of the holy crap people. Yeah. I'd I'd like to see that. Like, uh, That's yeah. the one thing I, I love about uh, going to Furcons, especially these days, is that there are a couple of familiar faces, people maybe I haven't talked to or seen face to face in a long time. Um. I mean, the, the last uh, FurCon I went to was up in Edmonton a couple of years back. Um, and I'm walking around and somebody recognized me in my suit and 
Well, I couldn't see anything because I can barely see anything out of that freaking head in the, to begin with. I got mauled. <laughs> basically, I, I had somebody just basically latch onto me, and then I felt two more arms go around me. I'm like, uh, who are these people? <laughs> you know, of course, I found out later, you know, it was actually two very good friends of mine that I hadn't talked to in a long time. Yeah. And um, they were just happy to see me because, you know, I'd, I, I, um, well, let's face it. We all have our lives. Um, you know, we, we have our obligations that we have to do. Some of us have to work. Uh, you know, we do the nine to five or whatever. And at the end of the day, do you really want to go out possibly? And then, um, some friends, I mean, they're, they're newlyweds, so they're adjusting to married life or they got cats to deal with, or they got kids to deal with. Yeah. So, so the chance to, to go out for coffee these days is almost impossible. So then if you can get to a convention or something like that and actually catch up with these people, like the, uh, the Christmas party exactly. I went to, the, I went to a Christmas party in December, which was actually a fundraiser for the convention that's happening in June. And I connected with people that I hadn't talked to in so long that, um, you know, I almost didn't recognize some of them. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, sure. I saw a couple of my ex roommates there. Um, a couple of them I got, you know, I got along with a couple of them greatly. One I admittedly tried to avoid like the plague because he's a creep. <laughs> I go put it this way uh, my girlfriend came up to visit one year. While I was at work, that son of a bitch tried to hit on her. Uh, it didn't end well for him. And this was I before so. I got home. <laughs> she, oh. she, she put in hey, she's a redhead. She put him in his place. I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> Can't imagine what. Yeah, I'm mugging the camera at this point, folks. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, no, it's just uh no, it's just a, a lot of people that I hadn't seen so I, it's been two years since I went to Nashville last, so there were some now some people I had seen in the interim at ReasonCon because I've sort of been whatever year ReasonCon is, I go to that, and then the other year I've been going to NanoCon. So well, I think about that placemat that you guys or that shooting that you sent me that had all the names on it, the, the Get Well card. Ah, yes, yeah. and uh, worth it. I want the chance to meet some of those people face to face, and. Okay. Uh, Reason Con is on mm -hmm. in 2019. <laughs> you know what? That, that's fact, far enough out. I could actually make arrangements you, for it. You should, yeah. you should plan for that. And um, uh, Gene and Chastity were there at NanoCon. They're the organizers of ReasonCon and got chatting with... They, they're in the planning stages already and starting to... Gene's like, I'm getting nervous already. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of work to do that. Yeah, but, it, is, uh, it is. They and do... Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then uh, you know, don't forget, Dal. You should really bring the uh, you should really bring the the page along with you, so you can say yes. which one is you. Yeah, yeah. I'll come there with a yellow highlighter and yeah. just start marking them off as I go. No, 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 no. Even no, even better. Go through, just... make a list, make a separate list with check boxes, and like, okay, you are on my my whatever and i'd like to check you off my list of how i have met you and said thank you and got a picture no 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 do do a uh take a picture of it blank out the sections 
and bring a new version of it with you and say, okay, uh, here's the original. Which one are you? You're this one? Good. Print your name. Let's get a picture. And I'm going to hold the thing pointing to where you uh, are on the screen. And I will know who the hell you are now. That's great. <laughs> that would be awesome. It would that's be great. It would be. So, so you know, of course, the the conference was only the the one main event that I was there for. Yep. Yeah, because because then the next day was the other main event, which was so incredibly awesome. You, you know what? I, I don't think that we're under any kind of uh, NDA. You might as well no. just go ahead and spill the beans. It was the big gay wedding of Callie and Celeste. <laughs> yeah. Which was pretty freaking awesome, and I I have to share uh, what I think was the the best moment of the entire ceremony. Photo bomb. Oh yeah, that he, goddamn black cat. It was, and he's polydactyl as well. <laughs> but uh, the yeah, the black kitty cat just came sauntering up, and he stood out and looked at the audience. It was kind of like, "Yep, I'm here. You can proceed now." <laughs> <laughs> it was a sweetie too, but uh, it was just just fabulous, just fabulous. And twenty two. You know, pardon. Twenty two. Accounted twenty two times oh. open. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's a light day, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, uh, the the cat stole the show, but uh, it, it was really beautiful and wonderful and very casual. And they, they kind of had the reception the night before because this was Sunday and... Uh, you know, the ceremony happened. Everybody had hugs and tears and, you know, maybe a cup of coffee. And then it was like, poof, everyone was gone because hmm. everybody had to drive home and get to work the next day. So, That's but we, we, we hung around for a couple hours after and the, the farm where it happened. Uh, I don't know if any of you saw it in the news, but there was a, uh, uh, a woman from Tennessee who's one of the directors of uh, recovery from religion who ran for Senate. Yeah, that was that was her farm, Gail Jordan's farm. Oh. Yeah. What so we, we got to hang out with Gail and her daughter, Glenda, who's amazing. Um, yeah. Glenn, Glenda is a model and a go go dancer in Vegas <laughs> and quite the spitfire. So. Yeah, just hanging out on the farm, and we were playing with uh, ducklings and chicks because they had a whole whack load of little ducklings that were were newly hatched. And uh, Gail was trying to teach them how to swim in a basin. It was adorable. <laughs> that's that's a that's so cute. It was. It was little, really little, cute. little baby evolved dinosaurs, and they're so yep. cute now. It's, that's that's adorable are, as well. They're fuzzy, fuzzy, fuzzy. But no, it was just a, a beautiful day, and just again, like nothing too formal, but just like you say, family of choice. Just being there with each other and enjoying the happy moments was just really, really special. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, speaking of that, and uh, Joe, you haven't had the opportunity of uh, of uh, talking up, and I I didn't know if you had anything in particular that you were looking to throw in, since I see that you're 
unmuted at the moment, but not uh, at the moment. But uh, I wanted to grab you for this one because the whole um, family of choice thing. Uh, I, you know, I, I've I've talked about it on many an occasion. How come Anthrocon time? I've been trying to get people to get together to go for breakfast at uh, Fred Rogers statue, mm-hmm. and just this past week, he was uh, he was finally given uh, a stamp from the uh, U.S. Postal Service, a forever stamp, meaning that you pay for the stamp once, it's good for one first-class postage for whatever, and it's good forever. And it, it's a it's a beautiful-looking piece of it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, the opportunities of getting together with at least some folks, even, even briefly, uh, during the summer, I don't know how much uh, how many people you specifically are looking to get together with but i have been proud to be able to say yeah i am here and i'm having i'm having lunch or i'm having dinner okay it might not be at Piemonte's, but you know we're having subs yeah. and i'm with my bud and he's not in the hospital this time so it, it's good you know it, yeah. it's it's fun times and we try to enjoy ourselves when we can It doesn't. It's, um, it, it's it, nice getting everybody together every now and then. Yeah, it it, it doesn't hear. It doesn't happen nearly often enough in person. Uh, that's that's part of the reason why you know. I mean, let's face it. Four a four hour drive one way is not something that you do on a whim. No. No. An hour. Yeah. It depends on what kind of a day it is. But the the chance to get together, you know. Especially when we're talking about you know a four hour one way, that's something worthwhile, man. That's 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 something special, and um, and that's me driving door to door four hours, just so so everybody understands where I, where I live. It is a four hour door to door, you know, four boom mm-hmm. done right around the money, mm-hmm. um, and it's good to to have the opportunity of getting together and and seeing you, and uh, we've 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 talked you know, on occasion that you, even though you don't know the vast majority of the 5,000 plus people that are going there, by the way, almost two grand for, for Lake Equinox this weekend. So 1830, 1830 ish. So nice. Um, But you've, you've already said that you wanted to do something for the people just because they would be there and it would be fun to watch people's faces setting up the Ostrowskin consulate. Yes. The border check, yes. Now, for uh, for those that uh, don't quite understand it, um, the, the real quick setup of it is um, Atroska is a fictional country, uh, not very different from East Germany, probably. Glory to Atroska. Glory to Atroska. Uh, and it's, it's from uh, a video game called Papers, Please. And the idea is that you're a border guard, and you need to try to figure who's allowed and who's not allowed to come across the border. And sometimes it works poorly. But you wanted to take that and, and have fun with people's expense through the convention going through the sky bridge. Mm-hmm. Are you a man or a woman? Uh, all right, if you're asking, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a man. <laughs> 
No, there are a few characters in that game where you honestly have to ask. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> there, there are. I am neither, sir. I am a meat popsicle. <laughs> and honestly, you don't you don't get faulted for it as long as you, you know, don't let somebody in that's not supposed to be in or anything. It just eats up your time and your income for you and your often sick family is based on how many you get through in a single day. So that's when you want to be careful like that, it takes up your time. But the point of it was, um, like I said, you know, it uh, for Anthrocon, it's over five grand at this point. Last I remembered, uh, yes. what was it close to six? I think. Yes. And I'm pretty sure they would never let me do it because it'd be an obstruction, but yeah, to a certain degree, probably, uh, I'm sure there'd be ways of doing it, but the, the point of it was, You'd be looking to do something like this just for fun, just for giggles, just to make people smile, mm-hmm. even inside of their fursuit heads where you would never see them smiling, other than just to watch their body language, just to make them smile, just because you, it would be fun. Mm-hmm. And I think the the I, I think the the thing that I I kind of want to run past you with this is. These are a bunch of people you probably don't know and yeah. don't know you and Precisely. might not ever. So why the hell would you want to go ahead and do something funny for people that don't know who the hell you are and won't tip you and won't do, won't be able to do nothing. Probably won't remember who the hell you are later. Simple what? enough. Simple enough. It is something that makes people smile and, I don't care who the hell you are, if whether I know you from Adam or not. If if I can put a smile on somebody's face, why not? It's not going to cost me anything. It, well, I, I, except for the uh, couple of pieces of wood and, and paper over your head that glory to our Soska have your papers ready, please. But that's 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 a whole other thing. And that's uh oh god, I just looked over at the chat on Renault Tech. You know, thanks, man. I was asking how many people <laughs> were going over to uh, to uh, Anthrocon at this point, and he's well, at least it isn't over nine thousand. Really, oh. dude? Seriously, you had to do that, didn't you? As a as a as a complete um, as a complete non sequitur to that one, uh, he knows full well because he was listening to uh, uh, last night's show. Yeah, uh, Dragon Ball. All seven Dragon Balls. Mm. Yeah, worth it. Worth it. Anyway, but um, I kind of wanted to use that for uh, for a second because, I mean, you know, the, the opportunity of making people smile or laugh just because people that will probably never end up meeting, you know, and, and actually having a, a face-to-face with. Bridget, perfect example. You went off to a concert for people who go out there and, yeah, they're getting paid for it, but... They're not thinking about the money. They go out there, and there's a bunch of people who love what they do. And I'm sure how close you were, you had to have seen these guys. I have to imagine at least one of them was absolutely, yeah, this is fucking great. Oh, there were lots of, you know, smiles and and playing, you know, to a few of us in the audience as far as, like, you know, they were clowning with us and stuff like that. Um and a, a couple of comments of like they would see somebody's shirt and say, "Hey, nice shirt," and 
you know, things like that. I can't. Well, I don't know. I, I will repeat what was on the shirt just because, yeah. Uh, there was a guy that was, uh, next to me that had a uh, custom t-shirt on that said anti-Trump AF, you know, for as, you know. No, gotcha. Yeah. F word. And, uh, yeah. Bass player is like, Hey dude, like your shirt. <laughs> you know? So, uh, I mean, yeah, they, they were not just up there to do a job. They actually looked like they were having fun and interacting with the audience. It was great. Yeah. And, um, Dallin, uh, I, I, you know, this, this is something that we've, we've kind of talked about before with, you know, doing the, uh, doing streams and, and DJing. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I've said it before. If you're faking it, if you're not enjoying what the hell you're doing, if you're faking it, if you're phoning it in, uh, people will know instantly. Oh, huge. Like um, Sunday nights, I do I do a solo gig in Second Life, kind of like what we do on Friday nights, except it's just me. <clears throat> and I've had nights where my heart's just not in it. You know, I had a bad weekend or I had a bad conversation with somebody or just, you know, just not feeling it. And it shows in the music I select. It shows in when I try to talk to people because I do work the mic. Um, and it shows that not as many people are connected to the to the stream, the, the, the club that I'm in. It's not very full of people. But then, what was it, uh, just a few weeks ago, um, I had just, I don't know, something just clicked. And, you know, I... I about noon on Sunday, I started going through my playlist. Like, okay, this sounds good. This sounds good. I basically had a two hour block of music ready to go with a little bit in between for some, uh, my usual WTF news segment, because well, people seem to like it. And, and that was one of the things is that I suggested it a week before I said, Hey guys, what do you think if I brought this back to Sunday, since I don't do it on Thursdays anymore? And everybody thought the response I got was, you know, if if you've got something that'll make people laugh, go for it. So I, like I said, I, I basically tailored it at seven o'clock PM. My time hit the, the bumper went in. I started, it was probably a record night for stream connections that night. And I've been kind of riding it ever since. And it's like, you're right. I, I can't phone it in. Like you said, they, they know. So I have to kind of, well, and it's with anything. And especially these days, even at work, um, my voice is actually becoming more and more uh, part of my job, uh, as well as part of my, my spare time. And whatever is going on upstairs here, you gotta you gotta put a blanket on that. You gotta turn it off and get your game face on. And you've got to you gotta believe that what you're doing is that you're giving it everything that you should. Yeah, you I wanna I, yeah, I wanna I wanna take that a second, uh, because uh somehow or other, Joe, I think this is this is gonna be uh it, this is gonna this part's gonna be hysterical. Um talking with you about this one really quickly. We we know for well we know for well that there are clowns. And and I don't mean as in like you know, people who are just played up just for fun. Uh, professional face painted yes. clowns. Some are uh 
Some are better than others. Some are in um, uh, Stephen King movies. Be that as it may. Um, I don't know if you had heard, but somebody had an explanation for why some clowns are just creepy, even beyond the whole, you know, the clownophobia or whatever the hell it's actually. I don't remember what it's called. I don't care. It, it, I, I like clownophobia because I heard it on Animaniacs and God damn it, I'm sticking with it. So, you know, screw y'all. But, um, I I I thought that you uh, you would probably be interesting for this one. Uh, do you currently have one of those pathological fear of clowns in general? Myself, no. I just find them distasteful. Okay. So uh, look, okay, when when somebody presents a clown to me, mm. um, you know, I, I'm not going to judge them or anything like that. But if it's, I mean, for example. I don't find it scary. What I find is uh, Tim Curry's amount of camp scary. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. And I can't speak on. I can't speak for the uh, the newer one. Um. I mean, more often than not. If somebody throws a, attempts to throw a scary clown at me, I'm more likely to punch him than anything. And I'll, I'll be perfectly honest: mimes just fill me with an uncontrollable rage. I can't stand mimes. Oh, you want to you want to you want to hit them over the head with a, a pimento loaf? <laughs> yes, that's a birthday no. bread reference. No, 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 a baguette. Oh, a that's... very crusty baguette. Oh, Joseph's missing a hell of a show tonight. Is I know. Me. I know. Of course, if we go Corsican Brothers, then you want to use a bomb de terre. <laughs> You're going to have to I've, look I've it got, up. Uh, probably, because now, now, I've, now I've got the, the Incredibles running through my head right now. What have you Thank done? You so much. You've hit him in the head with oh, all the tights now. If, if you would like the uh, proper term of the um, clown phobia, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. It's cholerophobia. Cool. You know what? I'm going with clownophobia. Col- I don't care. Go. We'll stick with clownophobia. It's it's funnier that way. It's it's okay. much more pronounceable, and it's not Latin. So you know, go. Well, the- no, it's so like it's like C O U L. It's 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 close enough. It's close enough to life. I don't care. It's Greek to me. Whatever the fuck. All right, so, Joe, here's the, here's the thing. The way it was described was people who who do not normally see clowns as the creepy scary for whatever reason mm-hmm. will pick up on people who, if the purpose of being a clown, face painted the whole thing, is to is to use that imagery to hyper accentuate how you are supposed to come across how you're supposed to present yourself but your heart's not in it that there there is this this thing where your brain is seeing something and you're interpreting something else that's just not working if you're supposed to be like a, a happy clown and you kind of just kind of going through the motions, people kind of get very off put for that. Yeah. So, um, I guess what I'm going with is, um, 
stop being so morose and stop smiling like that. It's creeping me the hell out. All right. So cut that out. <laughs> don't even have my, I don't even have my camera on. So no, I know, I know, but no, I, it, what, what I'm going with is that uh, what, what you were talking about doing is something that I do think that you would actually have a hell of a lot of honest fun with and have honest smiles with people. And I guess that's that's kind of where I'm where I'm going with. I don't believe that that is something that you you specifically could phone in. I don't think that you would you would be able to do that because you would just have just too damn too much fun. And yeah, your mic had your mic had muted out. <laughs> I don't well, know. How about- yeah, it's coming on and off again. Interesting. <sighs> Better now. Yeah, don't waste time sighing, man. Just say whatever. Fuck. Fuck. It was nothing. It was anecdotal. It was meant to be a joke. Forget it. Okay. Well, hell, thanks so much. I said I would be very happy. I would have basket full of turnips. That. <laughs> very good. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's that's good. See that and 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 um, what the hell? Uh, sorry, I just took a quick look over at the uh, over at the chat from Stephanie Terry Pratchett's Lord Vitinari. Yeah, I think I got that right. Throws mines into a pit. I like uh, this guy. <laughs> I do, I don't I don't I don't know this reference at all. I don't either, but I'm I'm liking this guy so far. You see, I, I kind of take a track from Robin Hood Men in Tights. When when the guy who played Prince John, I can't remember his name, although he's a uh, very famous, although be it very Tim, unfunny Tim, comedian. No, it wasn't Tim Curry. That was... No, was I can't remember, but all he said was um you know, a mime is a terrible thing terrible to waste. Terrible thing to waste. Oh yeah. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not. No, no, not going anywhere near that one. Yes, but I can speak with an English accent. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, it was uh, Richard Lewis. Thank you. No. Oh, oh, him. Yes. Yes. Uh, Okay, I I remember who that is now. Yes. By the way, I I've not really listened to him much, but there is a guy who keeps popping up on YouTube called Puddles the Clown, who sings popular songs, but he is ridiculously creepy looking. <laughs> like, just like... <laughs> but apparently, I, I he's so creepy looking that I don't want to even listen, but apparently he's a good singer. But yeah, he's there's a s- selection of him singing various popular songs. Yeah, he does a lot of covers, and he's actually pretty yeah. good at it. I've heard that he's that he has a good voice, and all. Just I can't get past looking at him. <laughs> if I find like an audio only without a thumbnail, then I might listen. But yeah, if I see YouTube and I see him in a thumbnail, I'm like, nope, nope, eh, nope. <laughs> now, 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 you're making me think of uh, uh, when I when I had originally found the. Oh God! Don't judge me for this, people. The Power Rangers theme. Yes, I know, I know. Just stick with me for a second. As as done by Buckethead. 
And that was the first time that I had ever seen what he looked like in his onstage persona with the white mask and the KFC bucket on his head. And, uh, oh, okay. and I, I thought that was the weirdest thing. I don't know what bucket head is, but when you were talking about having his head covered, I immediately thought of the unknown comic. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. <laughs> he was awesome. He was. I love that guy. Yeah. He uh he finally unmasked himself, eh? On uh, yes, BDR. Yes. Yes. With, uh, John Biner. Yeah, bizarre. Ah, oh, there's another show. Oh man. Oh man. Super Dave Osborne. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the genuine Saskatchewan seal leather. Oh yeah. <laughs> or no, sorry. Saskatchewan seal skin bindings. That was it. There you go. Yes. And now see, uh, this is uh this is kind of what we're talking about, man. It it doesn't even necessarily need to be just getting together for a specific. It, it's you know? it's that instant sort of oh yeah, we all remember that thing and and we can share a moment. <laughs> yeah. And and like uh, like Joe was saying, you know, it, it bringing a smile to each other, yeah. a moment of just dare I say, okay. bliss. Well, but you, you, life you, is you, made up of a series of moments. Yeah, it is. But you realize that we all remember bizarre, and the unknown comic means we're all old. <laughs> no, the point, the 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 idea that we hear, yeah, I turned twenty one years old, and we're not thinking, oh, you were born in nineteen seventy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 uh, that hurts now. Okay, so yeah. you, were born, you were born in nineteen. Oh, right, no, okay, nineteen. Okay, so you were born in nineteen eight, nineteen nine. God damn it, you were born in the nineties. Shit. You know what? For the first time in the nineties, I know. I, I'm like, I see people giving me friend requests, and I look it up, you know, because I I check out who people are, and if they have their birthday list, it's like, you know, born in 1997. I'm like, oh, I was like yep. graduated from university and had my second apartment, and ah, oh. No. <laughs> this well, is cool. cool cars were made the year I was born. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um y- you know what? I'm not even no, I'm not I'm not even gonna do that because a gentleman doesn't wait. Sixty seven no. Mustangs are awesome. Okay, okay, fair enough. You know, I, I, w- I was going to say I do have a, I, I could go and get the badge that actually does does list me as it, it actually does say no no lie it was done for me as a gift, certified gentleman pervert. I I swear uh, it's it's true. Uh, I will show I will show it on camera one of these days. Somebody I just needs to remind it. me. It was great. Um, but uh, this is you know this is this is kind of what I'm talking about. You know, we we get together on a weekly basis. Usually, every once in a while, you know, things happen, and we, I can't trust the other main hosts to help me out on this. Which is fine. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, one of these days I'll pay him, and and you know, yeah. Uh, but you know, we we get together because even when we're upset at whatever the hell it is that the main topic is, we enjoy having the camaraderie. We enjoy being able to be together. And we we enjoy because there are things that we agree on 
a hell of a lot more than we disagree on. There are some things that, you know, given the opportunity, I would love to have the opportunity of, you know, getting on a ski lift so I could kick Dallin's ass. It's not going to happen anytime soon, but that's fine. Um, and I know full well that those of you that listen or watch or, or both as the case may be, you know, we, we are part of your, your daily life to a certain degree. And, and, you know, this is, wait a minute, actually, let me back this up a second. Um, Dallin, this is something that uh, that Georgia talked about at least on one occasion, where there's this weird dichotomy. Uh, yes, um, as the podcast presenter, where you do whatever it is that you do, and you kind of put it out there, but the people who will listen to it, who will consume whatever it is that you put out there, take it in, and to a certain degree, feel that they have a bigger connection to the the person that's putting out the content than they actually do. So there's this kind of weird one-way street of familiarity that we kind of have to navigate through sometimes. There is. Um, you know, having met George, I probably accidentally creeped him out. And if I ever see him again, I'm going to apologize for it. Oh please! Uh, if you if you if you didn't give him pink eye from trading glasses, don't worry about it. Everything's yeah. fine. I've I've still got I still have that picture, by the way. Somewhere. Yeah, I so do I. I I still hang on to it because I don't take a lot of pictures of myself these days. Um, yeah, I'm not one of those selfie guys. I I actually hate pictures of myself. Yeah, I, I but, don't want to um, duck lips. I, I, I oh god, uh, thanks. But you know, but the thing is, um, yeah, I I kind of see that. Um, well, like I was talking about earlier, you know, the whole Dragon Con thing and how I wish I could have been there. Uh, the thing is, none of these guys know me. Like, they, they wouldn't know me from, from a hole in the ground, really. You know, even though I said, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working on my own thing, you know. And they just kind of went, yeah, okay, you know, you know good luck with that. Uh, we're going to go over here and do stuff that all the popular people do. <laughs> you know, you, you can sit in the audience and clap if you want. Uh <laughs> Now, I, I'm pretty sure they'd be a lot more cordial than that uh, in person. I mean, um, having met Seth Andrews and Aaron Raw in person, uh, even the short exchange I had with them, you know, I felt like I kind of knew a bit about them. But at the same time, you know, it's not like we had really time to really sit and chat. I, I would have loved to have uh, to have sat and just, you know, had a, had a couple of drinks with these guys and just, you know, hung out with them. But um at the end of the day, I am just like we are. We are all just fans, you know. That there, there is a layer of connection, though. There, there is a layer that doesn't exist that normally exists between, you know, let's say celebrities and us plebs. <clears throat> like, y you can't exactly go walk up to you know Brad Pitt and shake his hand and everything yeah. like that because you know. You get tackled. There, no, but like there's a, no, there is a definite, there is like a, there's a tangible plot, uh, tangible, um, oh, I wanted to say plateau, but I think I'm, I'm wrong there, but a separation. There's, there's a, a, a boundary. Yeah. There, there's a tangible boundary between a celebrity of that magnitude and somebody like you and me. But, yeah, 
or like you know when I was at the conference, we ended up going to a, a bonfire. It's like oh, Metalanti's there, so we just hung out and talked. You know, yeah. You so, don't do that with Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but but in a in sort of the the potosphere, and I, I think that was one thing that that was the real draw of you know so called um, do it yourself media, or D, you know the DIY stuff that we're doing now, is that there is a um, there, there, that barrier doesn't exist or you don't want it to exist. Yeah. You know, like I said, I'd, I'd love to go to one of these, these cons where Holy crap is known and see if anybody recognizes me. You know, mm-hmm. I, I would love to meet these people. I'd love to shake their hands and, you know, and to have people say, you know what, do a good job. Prime example, uh, Anthrocon a couple of years back, I ran into uh, an artist by the name of Seth Triggs. Now, his art is not what I would call, um, let's just say he's got his own style. It's, 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 no, it's a very, it's a very casual style. Some people call it scribbling. Uh, one person actually really went, leaned into him and said, you know, your, your art looks like something a five-year-old would do. At which point Seth kind of sits back, adjusts the fedora on his head, (laughs) sort of waves his arm at the mass following on his web comic mm-hmm. and the number of story commissions that he's been doing with uh, the, one of the creators of the Chakat race. Um, and just kind of goes and, but, but, but here's the thing. So I recognized him from a picture. I think that I saw of him. Uh, he did a selfie on for affinity one time and I see him. I mean, the homeboy is decked out to the nines. He showed up at Anthrocon freaking suit tie, the fedora, the whole nine yards. I walked right out to him. I said, you're Seth Treggs, aren't you? And he just looked at me like, uh, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I've been following your comic for the past, you know, X number of years. I'm a huge fan. I just want to say, keep doing what you're doing. Here to here. He grinned at me, thanked me so heartily. And you know, I, I, I couldn't do that. I, I couldn't walk up to, you know, Chris Pratt and say, hey, you know what? I loved you as uh, as uh, Star-Lord, you know, w- without him kind of looking at it like, okay, yeah, you're a creep, you know, you know, scurry, scurry, you, you, you unfaithful <laughs> pleb or whatever, you know, <laughs> um, you know, even, even some, some authors these days, you know, there's that, um, I, 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 I like the idea of this sort of more social interaction where your, your idols, the people you're fans of are a little more reachable than say a movie or movie star or TV star. It it really does make a difference. You know, like I've never been to a Star Trek convention, sadly, Um, for whatever, somebody posted something that got me looking at videos from those kinds of conventions last night and while i'm enjoying watching them it's uh, you know being at a convention like that the chances of getting to interact with the people that you uh, appreciate are virtually nil like the lineups would be ridiculous Mm -hmm. a lot of these conventions now i understand um if you even want a selfie with the person or an autograph you have to pay for it well, um, any comic convention you've had to do that. I had to pay for 
uh, I got an autographed photo of um, Matt Frewer, Max Headroom. Oh, cool. I, and um, and I, I mean, I can kind of see why they do that on one hand, but then on the other hand, I always thought of it as, as a fan thank you thing. You know, like if you're showing up, if you're paying already to be there, and then you're lining up for who knows how long to see the person. At least, okay, an autograph, maybe pay for that. But I mean, a selfie, paying for that, like how it takes like 10 seconds. Well, you know what I mean, what was yeah. it? Um, the one of the Calgary Comic Cons here a few years back. Uh, it was the first time since the end of the show that the entire cast of The Next Generation was together in one place. I was just watching that. And if you wanted <laughs> that picture, if you wanted a picture with the Enterprise crew, um, on top of the admission fee to get into the convention, on top of everything else, it was an extra two hundred plus dollars to get this photo. And wow, I've never like um, I've a, a friend. She is a um, she's a fursuiter, uh, but let's just say her costume is not exactly what I would call the um, nice, happy, friendly type. Uh, okay. She she designs horror sets. She works at the Scream Fest here every Halloween. Oh, and wow. she is damn good at what she does. And her direwolf mm-hmm. costume. Uh, and the way she plays it, like when she puts that thing on, yeah. She could double she could be an extra on a predator movie, okay? She just she's got the oh, motion. Wow. She got a picture with Elvira. Wow. In, while she was wearing her fursuit. Cool. Um, I was her handler at the time. So I actually stood in line with her, uh, so that, I mean, you can't see crap out of those things. And I, I speak from experience. Um, (laughs) well, we got to the front of the line and I actually had a chance to see Elvira and she had the wig, she had, she had the dress and it was like, she had not aged. She is bathing yeah. in the blood of virgins, ladies and gentlemen. I can she tell you. She has to be, man, because she looks amazing. She does. She looks incredible. Um, but she turned, and here's a six-foot-plus uh, dire wolf staring at her. She damn near fell out of her stool. And she actually she laughed. She thought that was like one of the coolest things she'd ever seen. Um, and I've, I've seen the pictures. Uh, this person also got a picture of uh, with her, Freddy Krueger. Oh, David um, England. Yep. And uh, she got or a couple Robert of others Engel. too. Yeah, Robert. Robert yeah. Uh, she got a couple of others too, but everyone she had to pay for, which wow. I kind of sort of understand, but at the same time, uh, I yeah. don't. I, I'm with you on that. I'm totally with you on that. Whereas if you go to, like, even when I went to Imagine a Religion last year with Dawkins. Um, you know, he, he didn't charge anything for sign. He, I mean, during the VIP luncheon, he sat there for like, who knows how long and people had brought like every book of his that they own. I, I wouldn't know anything about that personally, but, um, (laughs) and, and, and he graciously sat there and would take your entire stack of books that you brought from home and sign every bloody one for you. Now, mind you, he did not offer to personalize anything. It was just, you know, he would talk to you for a couple of minutes and 
sign his name and that was it. It was no like, who do I make this out to or any of that, which I understand because the guy was super in demand. Everybody wanted him to sign stuff all day. And I, I kind of felt bad because I got all my stuff signed. And then I got a message from Beth. He's like, can you, can you get one for me too? <laughs> like, sure. Then I had to go back and get him to sign it later. But, you know, he, he was very gracious about the whole thing and taking selfies all day and, and all of that. And granted, he might not be on the level of somebody who is in Star Trek, but in our community, he kind of is. And he, he was very gracious with his time that way, which I really appreciated. Yeah. Before we go ahead and um, wrap up, cause we're getting, uh, we're getting pretty close in on it. Um, I think that's something I want to, I want to touch on really quickly. If, if we got so damned lucky that we could actually be at a con together for, yeah. you know, uh, we're a whole bunch of other podcasters, which, which by the way, um, when, when, when we were over there in, uh, in, in Hickory and, um, Tom and Cecil were nearby and <laughs> tiny triple wanted to, wanted to figure out who was who. And it's like, um, which, which is it? They ask them to say something. Yeah, I know. Just talk to them. Yeah. And, and it's like, could you say something recording live? From, ah! I wish I wish I was recording it. Uh, Anyway, it it was it was it was brilliant. Anyway, but but the point of it was, if we ever had the opportunity that we were at a con as as the podcast group together, even even if it was just most of us, those of us that are that are with it now, and uh, tech, I don't know if you're still watching at this point, but I'd love to have you go ahead and, and. you know, tapity tapity and let me know what you think about this too. If we were lucky enough that we were for whatever reason billboarded for, let's say for whatever reason, because, you know, every podcaster is lucky enough, a podcast group lucky enough to have, you know, a half hour block where they're up on a stage and they get the chance to talk and do whatever it is that they want to do first. And then have the opportunity of talking with, the fans, the people that wanted to see them because, you know, we're, we're out there. We're all kind of trying to help out each other. What would you, what would you want to, to have happen from that? cell that whole standpoint, I mean, we were talking about how, you know, you got to pay for, for selfies with some, some groups. I can see if it was, you know, a, a minimal amount to go to whatever the charity is going to be, or if you have to pay a minimal amount because you have to, because it constitutes a contract so that you've got distribution rights for the picture, for the person's image and, and what. Okay. I can see all of that. It, it's crap to me, but you know, whatever the hell. Um, but I, I'd love to know what you guys what you guys would think about it. Would you want to just sit there and just talk because we can, or raise money for a, a group because we can, or encourage somebody who's never had the opportunity to be on a microphone to sit with us because we can? I'll, I'll tell you personally, I'd go ahead and I'd, I'd offer up the, the the little piggy bank for Ride for Roswell. I'd put it right there in front of the stage and say, "You want to put in? You put in. You don't want to put in." You don't put in. You're a kid, 
and you want to get into, and you want to have an opportunity of sitting here and interview people who like to talk a lot, here's your big opportunity. That's me. Now, I, I, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but, um, you know, like I've said, I don't, I don't, I don't do this because of money. <clears throat> I, I intentionally try the hell to avoid it every opportunity I can, but encouraging people and, and giving them a smile and giving them something to think about, man, that's, that's the whole reason for doing the damn show in the first place. Yeah, I was about to say, if we're doing this for money, where the hell's my back pay? Dude, uh, yeah. it, it, you know, it right behind mine. It's right behind mine. <laughs> no, but, I mean, it, it's a lot of people. Like again, I, I kind of go back from. I mean, having been in this world mostly as a listener, but also partially as a creator for so many years. Um, there was a promise, a, a, an illusion, if you will, at the beginning uh, that this was easy money. You know, shows like the Donna Drew show, um, This Week in Tech, um, Podcast 411, all these shows um, that people put out, and they were making money. And the the hosting companies were saying, you know what, you could be like those people. You know, GoDaddy still does to this day. Um, they have podcasters pimping out their, their site all the time. Um. But what they don't tell, what they didn't tell you, and what you know, a lot of people learn much to their dismay later on is that um, a lot of these people had to sign contracts. They had to, you know, sort of cow. What what they eventually found out is that making money as a podcaster was really not that much different, and not as not easier than making money as a radio DJ or as an author or as a classic content creator, there were still channels you had to go through. And even to this day, you know, podcasters, YouTube personalities, they all play to a niche market. And if you specialize in more and more things, your, your, your niche gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Your pool of potential fans drops considerably to the point where if you are, there, there are not many people that make any kind of scratch off of doing this kind of stuff. You know, Patreon can get you a certain way. And a, a few weeks ago, uh, well, a few months ago, I guess now, <laughs> I remember posting pictures of, I just went willy-nilly looking for content creators on Patreon to see how much money people were making. You know, there's a Norwegian heavy metal musician doing covers of, of uh, uh, pop songs. I know that guy. Yeah, Leo Maracchioli. Maracchioli. Uh, yep. I'm actually one of his patrons because I, I love his music. Uh, I'm a metalhead. I admit it. He does good um, stuff. Oh, yeah. And his kid. Uh, and his kid. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, per video, he's pulling down four digits. Yeah. Um, Jordan Peterson. Live uh, him or hate him. No, love him or hate him. 40k Homeboy. a month. Yeah, homeboy's making as much bank as some people make as an annual salary. Yep. Um, to the ranting Griffin, he's doing pretty good on his own. The scathing atheist crew, they're doing pretty good. I mean, they're doing good enough that they're actually funding four people 
who don't have to work on a nine to five job. They've got four shows that they deal with. They've got, they got the skating atheist. They've got God awful movies. They've got the skeptocrat. And then they've got this other one, uh, opening arguments. I think it's called. No. Um, or is it serious inquiries only? No, no you're thinking Thomas Smith. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. I, I haven't heard them. Uh, yeah. anyway. but I know there's, I, I know it's there's a the fourth one, show it's, that they, it's the one that they do with Cogdis. Yeah. Okay. But, oh, critical thinker. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. But, but in any case, I mean, but they are the exceptions to the rule. Yep. Yeah. 99% of us are like us. We're, <laughs> we're not going to make any cash off of this. And if you come into this expecting that, just quit now. Mm-hmm. Quit. Stop that, what you're doing and think about why it is you're doing this. Yeah, that can't really be a motivation because you're just going to be disappointed. Yeah, and you're gonna you're gonna be doing like like we said earlier. You're just gonna be phoning it in. And um, I know of at least one uh, podcast that got started, got two or three episodes in. And they lost interest because it wasn't happening. And it was because they whipped out the Patreon thing on episode one because they saw what the podcast that they based themselves off of was doing and thought, Hey, we can, we can go off of that. And yeah. tragically it, it didn't work. And um, I've actually, I've been re-inspired. Uh, to maybe start looking at um, dusting off a show that I did years, and I mean years ago, just before you and I even met online, I was doing the show, but tweaking it a little bit. Uh, I just started listening to this um, podcast that I've been meaning to get back to for years. Um, again, it's one of these veteran podcasters who's been doing this all this time, and what he's doing is he's advertising. He's basically reading his own works, but he's also using it as a checksum for his own writing projects. So every week when he publishes an episode, there's a status report that he's expected to, or that he has an obligation to update people on to say, I wrote this many words, this many pages on this particular story with an ETA of this time. And that's his contract with his audience. But at the same time, he's also reading chapters from, you know, books and short stories that he's written. And I thought, I've listened to maybe like six episodes and I, you know, damn it. I like that format. So it's been kind of stewing around in my head. I'll just, I'll, I'll see if I can get the rest of the motivation I need to do it. And if I can get the content base that I'm looking for. Cause I don't have it. <laughs> I, I love to write. I'm just not as prolific as some people. So what about the rest of you guys? I mean, uh, get the opportunity. I don't know. We've, we've just got a, a couple, couple more moments. I mean, I, if I had a chance to be on stage with all of you guys, I would, um, I'd be a lot quieter because I'd be shy <laughs> as hell. I, I, honest to God, I would be shy as hell. At least, after, uh, at least for the first I, four beers. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see how it goes in May, dude. <laughs> it, it's just going to be two of us. It'll be, it'll be the holy crap Canadian connect, connection. That's right. That's right. Because I always say we have two and a half Canadians. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> when when he gets here, anyway. Oh man, 
if, if but, Joseph uh, ever showed up at uh, at one of the cons with the rest of us, I would be floored. Oh, screw that noise, man. We'll we'll just we'll just Skype him in sometime. That'll 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 yeah. work. Yeah. We get him and Chris on there on there. Excellent. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it's I mean, Alberta's gonna be kind of medium to small. So it'll it'll be good. It'll be a good sort of uh, wet your feet kind of event. Yeah. Well, I did shift to reason a couple of years ago. Yes, yes. You didn't seem to like it very much, though. I I enjoyed it. I mean, my biggest problem with it is that I didn't know anybody. Right. There was no real familiarity there. Well, this time I know at least two or three people, and. I don't know. I can talk to anybody. So you will know people by the time we leave. <laughs> actually, chances are, if it's the crowd, I think it is. I actually might know a few people there too. Um, oh, good. One of the guys, it's one of the uh, ringleaders at uh, CFI who used to do the, um, who helped bring George Robb in, who helped bring um, uh, Dr. Peter Bergosian in and these other speakers. Right. right. He was part of the Calgary podcast crew back in the day. So I used to have beer uh... with him every month. Oh, there you go. He, he, well, see, Ali and Alishba will be there, and I know them quite well. So, uh, always wanted to meet Ali. Oh well, we will do that. Yeah. We yeah. will. So, I, I hope you bring some CDs because I want to buy them. Uh, books, you mean? This is Ali Rizvi, right? Yes. Deadshire. Oh, I don't think they have any CDs. Oh man, <laughs> I don't think. I'll ask him. I'll ask him. Yeah. For sure, because yeah, his music is phenomenal, but he's not with the band. He's there uh, to speak. So yeah, just, I played. Yeah. Uh, I played. You make it hard for a few people, and uh, I the reaction. Song. I love that song. The reaction oh I got from the audience was, uh, "What in the hell is this?" <laughs> that, my friend, is progressive rock. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when a liberated Muslim cuts loose. Hell yeah. <laughs> Better believe it. <laughs> yeah, oh man, you have, you have to see his brother's Amir sometime. <laughs> his uh, his brother's Amir is actually pursuing recording out in LA. Oh cool. And he's he's got more of a pop sound, but when they performed in Kitchener, Zamir was with him. Um yeah, Zamir dressed up like Mary, like in drag, and proceeded to fake uh, give birth to Jesus on stage. <laughs> oh wow! I, I I think there was a few beers involved with that, but <laughs> think I want tickets to that show. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious! Oh my god! Sounds like it. And I mean, it was like this ridiculous blonde wig and, you know, a fake mini skirt and he was stuffed with pillows and all of that. And yeah. <laughs> the makings of a fursuit right there, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I am positive Ali will have copies of his book with him. And I'm cool. sure you can get a, a signed book as well. Awesome. Yeah. For sure. Joe, I know that the the chances of us all being able to get together for you know this kind of thing is pretty minimal but if it were if we were all lucky enough what would you want to have happen you're asking the wrong guy the wrong question okay <laughs> what should the right question be after you're unmuted 
No, you're still muted for some reason. It's his microphone playing tricks on the system again. Yeah, there you are. Lovely. So what should the right question be? I don't know, but like I said, when I get get friends to spend time, I just I just enjoy myself. I don't look for anything. So so there's no should involved. It's just whatever happens is is good. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Well, I would like to go have you know, a beer or, well, not really, I'm not that much a beer drinker, but, you know, go have a beer with people and talk to them and make new friends. And yeah. And the thing about cons is, you know, especially if you, you know, go to a couple of years, you see the same people pretty much at cons over and over again, and you do make friends. I believe and, it. And it's like seeing family, you know, mm-hmm. when you go back. Well, there's a couple from Sarnia, which is part of Ontario for for you American folk, who I have seen at ReasonCon, NanoCon, and Reason Rally, but never met in Canada. (laughs) Funny, I'm actually doing work in Sarnia right now. Oh. Remotely, but yeah. Thank you. I was getting worried there. I was going to say, if you're in Sarnia, you better get your ass over here for dinner, mister. Um, uh, It's a little early for dinner. Mid-April. this uh, week. Just a heads up, uh, mid-April. Yes. uh, Possibly, actually, Hamilton for a couple of days. Okay, then you, that's that's 40 minutes. Yeah, that's that's basically next door. Yes. Yes. So, Okay. My husband makes really good fire meat. <laughs> that, that's that's barbecue for for everybody. Ah, yes. yes. <laughs> um, thanks. And um, yeah, just just before we finish off with this though, Bridget, um, the idea of um, uh, I'm sorry, uh, I'm I'm believe it or not, actually having a, a little bit of a, a difficult moment. The chance that we were able to all get together. You, me, Tiny Trib, Heretic Woman. Um, and that was... That was privilege. That was something that otherwise, without this medium, without this show, we would never have known each other. We would never have met. And you know, kind of going back to the over the overarching piece. Had you not asked and damned near demanded. And, and I, I don't say that jokingly. Uh, it, it is, it is actually not, not far off from the actual truth. Uh, we would never have met mm-hmm. all of us with you would never have met. So mm-hmm. to that end, I'm, I'm glad that we have this. Because you're one of those people that, you know, otherwise we wouldn't have speaking. We wouldn't be supporting. And, you know, that's in a, in a way kind of like the template to what this whole thing has been since we got kicked in the ass by cash. <laughs> so I guess in, in a way, I think that's kind of what we would, what you, I think, 
knowing that perspective for me on this whole damn thing, I think that one of the things that you would love to have would be to keep paying that hole forward with if if we ever got the chance together to to record a set all together. No? Yeah. Yeah, I mean it was it was great to meet you and uh you know yeah. meet Deb a couple of times and and uh yeah, it's, I, I it's... need to plan a trip to come up there, you know, and, and visit everybody. I need mm-hmm. to do that. Although we'll probably catch you uh, in the in the summer. Yeah, you'll catch me it. down here, but I need to go up that way and yes. you know, see see you and Shujin and yes. Beth. And yes, I would like to meet Dallin. It will happen someday. You know, if um, when you find out uh, sort of the, the ifs and whens of the trip, um, maybe I'll find my way out there. Um, at okay. in some in some city or another, we'll see. I mean, I'm not as mobile as I used to be just uh, now that I'm saddled with a mortgage instead of rent, but uh, yeah. uh, the prices went up a little bit. But, you know, I, I can still at least try to try to get east at least once, uh, once a year. Yeah. If you can, if she can get up uh, sort of Ontario way, that's sort of semi-central. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's my plans. Uh, as soon as I have vacation time and money. Go to Toronto. Go to Toronto. Yeah. We have Toronto. to go to the bovine, uh, bovine. Oh, yeah. To the bovine. <laughs> oh yeah. It, it, it's very tiny actually, but it, it's, it's a sight to behold for sure. Be I mean, not very many places have a rusty udder for their sign. <laughs> Uh, that's a mental image that I think that we can just go ahead and just end it on right there. I got nothing. Rusty udders, people. Rusty udders. I, you know, that's yes. The next, the next, the next studio album coming from Aerosmith. That's, yeah, rusty udder. Goes right, right alongside, right alongside. See, I was thinking, you know, I, I could do my, I could do my radio voice here. Good night. Good luck. And rusty udders. <laughs> I, uh, oh, next Friday is going to be good. Oh, <laughs> shit. I will. Uh, Assuming no. no. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I was thinking about after the after we get done with the whole damn thing. So uh, thank you, everybody, for being with us. As always, we hope that you had yourselves a great time. And I I hope you got your tetanus update boosters. I guess at this point, I don't I don't even know what the hell to do with this whole thing. We hope that you had uh, an enjoyable time trying to think through all this stuff and found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives. And yes, I'm kind of meandering my way through this because oh, I I don't I don't know, I really don't know. Thank you guys for being with us, uh, Joe. Um, uh-huh. Thank you for your time, man. You have yourself a, a restful rest of your morning, and uh, you try to stay warm down there, huh? I highly doubt it. Yeah, well, look. If you, worst case scenario, we can always uh, put you in touch with somebody who's uh, knows about um, spontaneous human combustion. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um. Remember. <laughs> Set a man on fire, and he stays warm for the rest of his life. Look, I, I, I've seen what a WP grenade can do. Uh, no, nobody likes Willie Pete. 
No, no. Uh, for those of you that don't know what he's talking about, uh, yeah, just don't, don't go looking Trust stuff us. up. Yeah, just <laughs> it, it was, it was bad enough for Colonel Potter. It's bad enough for us. Br- Bridget, no, Bridget is also familiar with Willie Pete. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> and speaking of whom, thanks for being with us tonight, hon. You have yourself a great morning, and uh, you know what you need to do. Uh, I need, need to plug the things. Um, you can find me on Facebook. Send me a friend request, Bridget Fitch. Or you can go read my blog at BridgetFitch2112.wordpress.com. Glad that you had yourself a, a great time. You you Did did you wear ear protection? or did you I s- did not. Uh-oh. So, um, <laughs> let's see. Um <sighs> <laughs> I oh. think that tinnitus is only temporary. Uh, well, yeah. actually, actually, sticks didn't have the sound up at ridiculously loud levels, which was oh. great. So it wasn't distorted or anything. It was, it was actually, yeah, excellent. Oh. Well, good on that. Yeah, heretic woman. Yeah. Oh my God, we got to stop crossing over the border across from each other like this. I know it's terrible. <laughs> But I'm glad you had yourself a great time. Welcome home. Thank you. Thank you. It was it was quite fantastic. So um, this week, uh, Beyond the Trailer Park, we are talking to Karen Gorder-Garst, who is the mm-hmm. editor uh, originally of the book Women Beyond Belief. And her new book, which is called Women Versus Religion, The Case Against Faith and for Freedom which again is going to be select essays by uh, atheist and secular women. So we're going to talk to Karen about the new book. And uh, of course you can find us on Monday nights at 7.30 PM Eastern. And we'll probably babble a bit about our trip then too, because the three of us in a hotel room on Friday night, you don't want to know what time we went to sleep. Before the conference. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually tried to stay up, but then I went and had a bath and and that wasn't a good idea. All over. So, yeah, well, I did the old, I'm just going to lay on the bed in my robe and, and read my phone for half an hour. That That didn't work so good, but I think I got an hour and a half sleep, something like that. But, uh, yeah, so we'll probably yap about that a bit, too, because honestly, like, I thought we were going to talk all night. I really did. (laughs) Um, And, of course, you can catch me on Full Quranic at fullchronic.com, where I read the Quran in, because I read the Quran so you don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) That's doing good. I, I try, you know. I read the Quran. It, it 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 doesn't it doesn't it doesn't work well. No, no. no. I'll, I'll work on that for That's another time. And uh, Dallin, of course, thank you very much for all of what you do. And uh, just yeah, just just because I can get away with it. Yes, all homo, oh, fresh homo. Oh oh no, you you gotta <laughs> see. I have a picture of a carton here of two percent uh, from a few years ago. It was a specific brand that they were trying a new filtering on. And there was a little ribbon printed on the carton that it says tastes like homo. (laughs) 
With that lead um, in, hi, Dallin. <laughs> <laughs> in case so, so people are wondering, though, that that's short for homogenized. Yes. Yeah. Um, however, if if the brand of milk was called Fabulous, I'd be kind of wondering. But no, actually, <laughs> uh, what, what I've got is uh, uh, it's actually the PC. See, it's it's got it's got the little oh. it's got the little PC logo. Yeah. It does. I wonder if there's a brand of hot chocolate that's flaming. Oh no! <sighs> we'll come up with that later. <laughs> um, Dallin, uh, thank you very much for all of what you do occasionally, and 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 keeping everything like not broken. Yeah, um, appreciate that. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, yeah, I'm I'm in the middle of updating uh, the audio version of this at uh, holycrapthevlogcast.com. Um. Hopefully, um, it'll be all up to date by tomorrow. Uh, ran into a bit of a snag, which we have to talk about off the air. Um, yeah, don't worry, nothing serious. Well, we'll see. Um, and if I'm ever sort of feeling uh, that I need to say something that uh, I really can't say on this show or any other place, uh, you can catch that over at uh, inthewind.yo5.ca. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. And I guess, uh, I guess, uh, we'll. Be talking briefly after we get done over here. Serious, yeah. Now, now I'm worried because I didn't know Jack Squad about. Thanks, you know, just l- lance this right at the very end of it all. Thanks, appreciate that. <laughs> now you're looking at the stuff on the screen. That's 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 just green. look very very closely. Uh, one ninety four, ninety five, ninety six. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shh. Sh- now, this is uh, something I, I can fix it in post. I will try. Um, just might have to do a little fancy whoops. footwork with the with the words on the website, but we'll see. Um, well, the funny part of it is, um, okay, for for those of you that are listening and don't know what the hell's going on, uh, Dallin's showing me the screen of uh, of the uh, Holy Crap page over on YouTube, and his search bar says a song of salt and poo okay whatever anyway oh. um so episode 194 there goes the judge episode 195 social anxiety episode 196 what is it good for episode 196 could you repeat the question um well damn. you did sort of repeat it i did, I did. <laughs> could, you I repeat the, could you repeat the episode number please I have, I have no idea if that was intentional i doubt it i highly doubt it easy fix just go in and edit each one in yeah. and you'll be fine it's 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 yeah but but the trouble is um episode 200 on youtube is the big one no no but no, technically no. it was episode 201 well, and technically, um, this is episode two hundred five. Oops! <laughs> Oops! Don't mess with us. Look, look. Just, just fix it and don't say anything. Let, let me uh, let me see what I can do. I'll, I'll work on it in post, and I'll let you know what I come up with. Shit! By the way, this, so is, I, I, this is this is a first. My 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 pussy here actually voluntarily came up here to say hello. Yeah. So those of you that are listening, you you should stop over at episode two oh four five two two um a little over two hundred and uh, just keep watching the the videos. You'll, you'll <laughs> find it eventually. Wait, doesn't this work though? Because we skipped last week. 
Oh. Isn't that even an out somehow? That no. sound you heard was my brain breaking. <laughs> no, it, 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 it doesn't. It doesn't. Sadly. Damn it. <sighs> Great. So not only did I jake it all up, I, I, I did exactly what Cogdis does every once in a while. I was going to say, they, 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 never know, they never know what episode. I don't, I, don't, I don't even have a PHP script to go off of. I've got a, I've got a text file that I update. God damn it. <clears throat> well, you know what? Um, screw it. We'll figure it out later. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll figure it out later. Anyway, in the meantime, if you'd like to go ahead and um, yell and scream at me for this one, we do have a voice line. You can leave a message. Phone number for that is 859-HCTV-554, 859-428-8554. Uh, I, I, was, uh, I was teasing uh, Jake for Wharton. Um, yeah, 450 episodes, Jake, and you still don't know how to do your opening or your closing. You, over 200 episodes, I still don't have the phone number memorized. I, I just, I just can't, I can't do it just the way that it is. Uh, of course, as Dallin mentioned, holy crap, the vlogcast.com, all of the social media links that you need are from over there. And if you'd like to subscribe to the audio podcast, use the link over on the left hand side. Please remember, don't click on the words, click on the little orange radio signal uh icon because that's that's the way it works wordpress is weird that way it's, mm-hmm. whatever it, it's wordpress not our fault it's not our fault that one's not our fault the numbering is my fault i'll i'll, I'll, I'll take that one <laughs> so all of all of you that you know what all of you that have been, were have been uh, donating on patreon just hold off a week on that one and it, everything will be fine at the nobody's donating over patreon doesn't matter. yes we do have patreon but uh, whatever the hell if you want to patreon.com slash hctv um and uh item last uh i told the guys uh, i i told uh, dallin and joe uh what i did to the head of security this year where i i kind of i kind of got him good i got him good uh i i i made him i made him say with a smile willingly Yes, Shujin, you had my Dragon Balls numbered. <laughs> uh, uh, there's there's a long story that goes along with that one. I, I will save it for another day, perhaps. Uh, or better yet, you can go find my uh, my Twitter account uh, for Shujin Triple and, and kind of read through the thread for that. Um, I've already decided how I'm going to get even with him next year. Canadian contingent? Yes. Yes. Are Canadian pennies um, worth anything slash legal no. tender currently? No, no. But American pennies are still legal tender. Yep. There is a a woo penalty Ow. at Furcon up Ow. here. Every time someone starts a howl, a la Zootopia. It's a $3.50 fine. They run around with a little automated ticker tape machine that will print out an infraction and hand it to you if you do it. All I have to do is say, here's my payment right here. One roll, two rolls, three rolls. I will pay him in American pennies because it's legal tender money, but he's going to have to go through several steps in order well, to get it done. I, 
I, I don't think it can actually... Yeah. He'd have to have a lot of it before he could sell it back. Like, when, when we were coming home, there's a, there's a gas station in Salamanca that we always like to stop in. And I bought... A, they also make homemade pizza. So I bought a slice of pizza and left them all of my pennies. Because I'm like, I can't use these at home. <laughs> so... No, but I was just thinking, you know, you're you're only two hours away from the border tops. Yeah. You could always well, come across and think, get converted at the at the at the border. If they had you know, a a buck or two, they could probably sell it to the bank as American tender, like exchange it for American, for Canadian money. But they'd have to have enough to make it at least a, a Canadian dollar. So I don't think that would be terribly difficult because the, the infraction cost is $3 50 cents. Okay. Okay. There you go. And $3 and 50 cents American. Well, that'll, that'll easily make up for the difference. I think maybe could be kind anyway. of mean, but it works. I'm sorry. Have you met me? Yes. A few times. I'm an asshole. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, DJ rule number zero is the DJ is a dick. Okay. I am still a dick. <laughs> Trust me. Anybody who knows me will, will say, yeah, yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> it's worth it. At least I'm honest. That's the important part. We got to get out of here because, um, yeah, I think I've just gone and, and, and just completely derailed all this shit. So yeah, we will be looking forward to seeing you guys next week. Yes, we have every intention of being on next week. Um, for those of you... Oh. I just realized. Yes. Next week is April um, 1st. And, it, and it's also um, zombie day. Yeah, it is. Um... Okay. Um, I have no intention. I have no intention of doing any kind of pull a fast one on anyone because it's oh, April Fool's Day. No, no, no. I, I, both hands completely. Okay. I have no intention. I will not pull a fast one on anyone for a topic or anything like that. That's okay. not my thing. I will not do that. You have. I, I will say this the way that I normally would. You have my word. I will not do that. With that in mind, topic-wise, knowing full well that we're coming up on um, Easter, I think I've got a pretty good idea as to what we can talk about. And it's one of the things that got me started down this road where I ended up pissing people off left, right, and center on Facebook. Mm. Yeah, we'll do that. So in the meantime, you will take good care of yourselves. If you are not going to be joining us because you have family obligations and whatnot, that you have to be away somewhere, safe travels. Do have a good weekend. Do enjoy your holidays. And for those of you that are going to be away from school, please don't piss off your parents. Trib, tiny trib, please, please don't piss off your dad. Please don't do that. Really <laughs> like that a lot. But otherwise, we will see you soon. As always, 
I wish you the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. Wish you well. And as always, 12 plus years on, I am still in love with you. But today, Fujin, I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. Until the next time we get together, everyone, as always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment on the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Google Plus pages. Theme music provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. On behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.